And welcome everybody back to another episode of MRP Show. Uh, it's been a while for me, so just go with it, okay? Um, this is Daniel, um, one of your hosts tonight. Uh, today I have with me uh, Kevin. Bonjour. And Jose. Hello. And today we're going to be hosting a uh, lovely guest today, our uh, freshly brewed noir. Um, yes. Say hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you listen really well. I like that. Thanks very much. Um, today's episode is going to be a little bit of a collab with them. Uh, we're going to be focusing on what they do, what drives them. Uh, we're going to be sharing some experiences. And we're going to be talking about a little ghost tour. We actually um, yeah. went, went on with them. Ooh. Everybody except Jose. Sorry, yeah. Jose. That was me. <laughs> and technically me since I didn't sign the waiver. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> Kevin <laughs> wasn't really there. I was, yeah. He didn't sign the NDA so he can spill the beans. <laughs> well, not while the lawsuit is pending, right, Kevin? <laughs> right, right. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah. I think it's also good to note that this is a first time in a long time that we are all here. Yeah. Versus like when it's oh, just three of us. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone. Yeah. yeah. It's been over a year. Congratulations. Sure. Hey, don't say that. Crazy. Crazy. No, I'm just Wait, kidding, so guys. Did, did we bring you guys together? You, you did. Brought us back together. together? You oh, did. I love that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's the coffee. When was the last coffee time? Coffee has recorded? that power. <laughs> last time we recorded together, or just yeah. in general? In general, well, together and in general. Ooh, give me well, both. your last episode give was November of 2022. Okay. I thought no, it was December. Super fan. November. I like it. I pay attention. We got a super fan in the studio. <laughs> November of last year? Yep. Wow. Yeah, I think that's right. Yep. Dude, we, we got it. We got to pick it up, man. Yeah. <laughs> How many episodes do we have uh, brewing right now? <laughs> <laughs> like five. Like five. Five. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Well, by this time, they'll be done brewing, right? And hopefully, people will be drinking them. Right. Hopefully. That pour sure. over. <laughs> that pour over. <laughs> that's happening right now. Yo, so let's yeah. get into it. How did you guys meet? I'm interested. Like you guys been our, our origins. We don't even know their names. Story. First, of that's true. Yeah. yeah. First, how about you guys introduce names. yourself? Oh, we're, not, we're not telling our names. Okay. <laughs> All right. Continue then. Oh, that's cool. All right. They signed an NDA <laughs> when they were born. My name is Summer. My name is Jennifer. Nice to meet you, Summer and Jennifer. We're the co-hosts of Freshly Brewed Noir. Hey. And uh, we we met through work, mm-hmm. so we worked together at the courthouse back in what twenty. 10? 2012, I came back to the courthouse. 20, okay, 2012. Are you guys yeah. lawyers? No. Oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I know about courthouses. You see but. these smiles on our faces. Can y'all get a ticket? Yeah, they don't look like lawyers. <laughs> Can you get me out of ticket? They don't look like lawyers? What do lawyers look like? Exactly. <laughs> they look miserable. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's actually true. A lot of them look miserable. <laughs> but we know some happy lawyers, too. We do. Oh, that's good. She's actually dating one. Nice. Ooh. Can well. he get me out of a ticket? <laughs> uh, Probably. No, Maybe. Yeah. Can you help me out with this murder case I might be facing? <laughs> well, we know somebody might be a little different. Aren't you like a skinwalker? <laughs> what did you guys do at the courthouse? Uh, so if we are allowed to talk about it. Yeah. Oh, we yeah, worked. we can talk about it. Yeah. Okay. We worked in the clerk's office for Magistrate Civil, so we handled the lawsuits uh, for a little bit of time. That's how we originally met. And then I remember we first became friends because she wanted to grab coffee and she saw that I was drinking a coffee. But it was nearly empty. It was. <laughs> <laughs> So there's a Starbucks that's in our little square. So she was like, do you want to go to Starbucks? And then like ever since then, we became like best friends. Yeah, we talked all the way to the Starbucks and we just clicked. Nice. 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 Yeah. Starbucks brought y'all together. Coffee brought us together. Yeah. Yeah. How poetic. (laughs) And true crime because we love 
all the true crime stories. And so we would talk about those a lot. Yeah, especially through the pandemic, we would like send each other a bunch of cases or podcasts to listen to. Okay. So you guys met like pre-pandemic? Yes. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 20, 2012 is when we, I, I actually knew her mom for a while. Mm-hmm. You guys would walk the stairs and do Zumba together, right? I never did Zumba. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> we would go to the gym and her mom would dance while I was working out. Like we would do a boot camp and her mom would get yelled at by the boot camp instructor because she'd be like dancing in the corner, looking at herself in the mirror. And while all of us are like lifting weights. And so We've all done that. We've all, we've all been there. We I knew about Jennifer and her sister through her mom. But when I actually met Jennifer, I always joked that like I upgraded like you do with an iPhone to like the newer version. Oh, wow. <laughs> you can never upgrade when you have an iPhone. Yes. <laughs> I just want to put it out there. So, so with Jennifer as a kid, I'll have to upgrade and that'll be my new best friend. Yeah. She's like, well, I don't know when that'll be. I'll never have a kid though. <laughs> so how early in you guys' relationship did you guys realize that you wanted to do this? Like to like talk about infatuation with true crime. Yeah. Oh, years in, because it was over the pandemic we decided to do it. Yeah. We, we had like listened to I and not like all of it. It's not like we finished all the podcasts, but I do feel like we had listened to so many and there weren't any new stories. And we thought, why don't we do one with cases that either don't get a lot of attention or things that we're just find fascinating yeah, super creepy. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, we would notice that there was like a trend of the podcast we listened to that like covered that. Well, that didn't cover cases that were about like minorities or like we're in different countries. So we we're like, let's kind of see if we can do that. Like delve into that and and of course I always love the spooky stuff so I was like we can talk about like paranormal if we want to and I was like okay fine <laughs> she's, a, she's a skeptic and I think it's probably good to have like a believer and a skeptic oh so you're the believer and you're the skeptic yes mm-hmm. what makes you believe and what makes you skeptic well you, you know, want me to start okay yeah. well um I mean wait I, are you gonna go in right wait, now yeah. no, 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 okay, okay, not with the start oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I, well, I wasn't going to. I was okay. just, I was just gonna generally. Yeah. Oh, you want to save that for later? Yeah. No, no, no. She can read the outline, man. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that was <laughs> this guy. Like, okay, so were you a believer? I know we're going to talk about her experience in the Philippines, but so were you a believer before that? Yeah, I was. I was just always fascinated with like the paranormal because I was like, there's no way like we can explain everything. You know, like there's going to be things out there that we can't comprehend for whatever reason. And I mean, even when I was younger, there were things that happened that I was, I questioned and I thought that were supernatural. Um, but I was always just a believer and open to that. You, that you, did you grow up in the Philippines? No. Okay. No, so the story was just while you were there, right? Yeah, okay. while we were visiting. Mm-hmm. Okay. But like growing up, like you were like into the whole spooky stuff and stuff like that, right? Oh yeah. I mean, okay. I watched a lot of like ghost stories and stuff, so. I was just, I, I kind of hoped it was real because I just thought that was really cool, even though mm. most of that stuff is scary. Yeah. Um, but and there was never a doubt of anything like that, oh, no, it's not real or it's just a movie or anything eh, like that. I mean, yeah, I always thought maybe it's a possibility. Mm. You know, what's what's certain except that you're going to die one day? That's <laughs> right. That's true. true. Unless right. you're Jose. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, Summer, that is true. What makes you a skeptic, Summer? I think I would attribute it to my dad's more scientific and analytical. I think I've always kind of leaned that way 
with things and a lot of things can be explained. And so I haven't ever experienced anything actually until the ghost tour that we did, which we'll talk about, that would make me believe. And we can talk about this later too. My daughter had an experience when she was younger, which kind of made me start to open up that maybe there's something that I don't understand. I don't ever discount anybody else's experiences, but I have just never had like any type of thing that's happened where I would be like, wow, that that was something mm -hmm. that I can't explain. Like how Jose has had like a visual that made him believe. Mm -hmm. So then like growing up, you always just thought it was nothing. Yeah, I, I okay. like scary stuff. <laughs> and I want, I always watch scary movies and I thought it was more entertaining than real. Gotcha. And I loved when other people would be scared. I thought it was, like funny and entertaining, but I, I was never like as a kid. I was never scared with that stuff. I thought it was. I thought it was great. So, so your father is a man of science. He is a man of science. Man of science. That's 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 amazing. I love that because I too am a man of science. That's also another reason why I was kind of a skeptic. Yeah. In the past, but um, re like recently, over the last couple of years, I've been trying to like tie the two things together, mm -hmm. and I've been doing a lot of research. And like one of the things that kind of pops up that kind of makes the most sense for me is that. Um, you know how we don't have that many light receptors in our eyes, so we can't see every wavelength of light. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So my my little like theory or assumption is pretty much like a culmination of like several things. Is like you know we we're living in like a three dimensional space, and there's you know obviously more dimensions. So I'm thinking that maybe it's like a combination of the fact that we can't see different like wavelengths of light. And the fact that the fourth dimension is like dimensions are layered on top of each other mm -hmm. between one, two and three. So like if you're first dimensional, you can't see what's in the second dimension. If you're in the second dimension, you can interact with the first, but not see the third. If you're in the third, you can interact with both dimensions. But in the fourth, it'd be the same thing. You'd be in the fourth dimension, being able to see first, second and <clears throat> excuse me, being able to see first, second and third dimensions. So I'm thinking like maybe the fourth dimension lies somewhere in like a different wavelength like the paranormal. of so light. So would that be where the paranormal activity so comes from? I feel like paranormal activity might be some kind of like fourth dimensional crossover. Yeah. So it's like what, like, so then what would cause them to intersect? I think just I have no idea. Chick-fil-A like, sauce. Chick-fil-A sauce. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's like what you guys were talking about. That makes um, sense. The yeah. dad want the Chick-fil-A sauce again? It's, no, it's I, that good. Yeah. It's pretty tempting. I she literally <laughs> ordered something. We're waiting for some, by the way. Oh, we are. Yeah. Yeah. This episode is not sponsored right, by Chick-fil-A. Right. I wish it was. Definitely no, not. it's not. Not as long as I'm a part of this. Yeah, so, Kevin has anything to say about yeah. it. <laughs> so, Jose, um, speaking of that, is there a fifth dimension? Is there something beyond that? The fourth? Um, There's got to be, right? Only the fifth dimension knows that. Right. True. <laughs> yeah, the thing, the yeah. thing is that, like, according to the model, there's theoretically an infinite amount of dimensions. Okay. So I got you. I, I think the, like the model... Like the Spider-Verse? There it is. Oh, kind of. Okay. Except that's, like, all three-dimensional space, just different parallel universes. Okay. Okay. Um, dimensional space is different because it's, like, you're not in a different plane. You're in the same dimension and there's just a the higher layers, right yeah okay. exactly you're you're just in a higher dimension in the same plane okay. you're not in like a different universe or anything so okay. are there like confirmed number of dimensions so far no only theoretic i see yeah but it's pretty crazy because 
there could be other things in here with us right now. Oh, yeah, they're playing like, like right now, now. Yeah, right now. Because like none of this is real. Like this listening is... to us. Yeah, probably. I hope. Right. Yeah, probably. No. Hey, <laughs> follow <laughs> us on Instagram. <laughs> other dimensional beings, please rate. Our <laughs> please. Five stars. Five stars. Yeah, and, and, and it's like the deeper you dive into it, the more you realize that nothing is actually real. Like nothing is oh. actually solid. Everything you think is solid is not actually solid. Well, no, I believe that because of atoms. I mean, yeah, nothing exactly touching. Yeah, yeah, which exactly. is crazy. Yeah. yeah, so no solids actually exist. Like yeah. nothing. Yeah, it's yeah. it's crazy. We're not solid. No, Damn. just floating atoms. I always thought mm-hmm. it was solid, but I guess I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> not, not loose. Solid. You're, you're no, solid. Yeah, solid. Don't let anybody <laughs> tell you otherwise. I'm loose, man. Not with those socks, bro. <laughs> not with those socks. I gotta be higher. The higher the sock, the downer the food. So when going back to you guys' podcast, um, I noticed, and I noticed this, you know, recently just getting into like podcasts and stuff. There are a lot of true crime podcasts. There are a lot of true crime are they? television shows. <laughs> it's very saturated. <laughs> yeah, like, and, and, and like, it seems that everyone is sort of obsessed with that, you know? So, what made you guys, what is it about like true crime and like stories like that specifically that make you want to do a podcast about it and like, talk about this stuff and you know besides like i guess you know i do appreciate you guys saying that you handle cases that are not as you know big not as known yeah Yeah. and then Mm -hmm. it's awesome that's um like minority cases because obviously those are the ones that need eyes because they don't have you know yeah um but like apart from that like i wrote in the thing what does it say like Creeps and coffee, you know. Yeah. You guys, you guys are super into creeps and coffee, and like, why, why? Well, for me, I think I like to learn about like what makes people do these things, um, and so like the psychology behind it is kind of like what is interesting to me. So you know, for people to you know, there are people out there that live normal lives, and then behind the scenes, they're like killers, mm-hmm. like Israel Keys. Yeah. Normal guy. He had a business, he had a kid, and he was raping and murdering people, one of them in a shed right outside his house. That's insane. Yeah. While while his family's asleep. Dude. I mean, how they just don't know. Yeah, (laughs) and he had a business, a popular business in Alaska. It was a construction company, and you wouldn't know. Like, how does that happen? And I guess the fact that, like, because it's something like that that you don't know any of us could be murderers you right? could like, it's like yeah. we may not leave this podcast room we may not <laughs> we did talk yeah. about it earlier we did yeah. yes I mean the chances of that's two a, that's a possibility the same room just, like, <laughs> it's kind of crazy I've just I've never really been into like the true crime stuff just because I mean well, do you know that it's more women that listen to it anyway? And do you want to know I didn't why want to, they think? I didn't want to make that assumption. No, but, it is. It's, a more, it's women that listen to the majority of this true crime stuff. And I heard somebody say why they think that is. And it's because that is more the story of a woman's life is like that fear of something happening to them. And it's almost relatable because every woman has probably experienced some type of either assault a scary situation an uncomfortable situation and it's really like our reality yeah is okay. that that is more likely to happen to that a woman 
And so women are just fascinated with it almost because it's something that we want to try to understand. Because it could be your reality. Exactly. Okay. Wow. Wow. I never thought about it that way. I was... I never thought about that either. Wow. Well, I mean, I, I obviously like I, I realize that. Yeah, That's you guys. Flag now. You guys have to worry about things that we flag. don't have to worry about. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys probably don't like walk to your car and are holding like your pepper spray and looking Definitely around. Not. You're no. just like yeah. oh, to my I'm car, unlock it, and then do you lock your doors right away? I do. And, you know, I, uh, I oh, Jose. Of course. Well, you're a lizard person, Jose. You got to be careful. He also lives in the hood, so okay. Someone got shot like two nights ago. There you go. Okay. Dude, ever since I moved to Atlanta, I've had some crazy shit happen bro like not like your level crazy but just your yeah. level like <laughs> yeah yeah once you get into the city shit changes yeah yeah that's no, definitely yeah. there's a lot more crime in the city for sure yeah and jose only- if you need to move i'm a real estate agent I can be oh there you go <laughs> nice hell yeah no, well no. are you really nice well i'll let you know that not that many people have been murdered on my street I'm happy about that. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's telling us. Do you, are there a lot of houses that you sell where people have been murdered? No, no. I, I figure, uh, yeah. yeah, right. I mean, I want to know. Would you guys move <laughs> yeah, into yeah. a house if you know, known that somebody got murdered? I don't know. I lived in a house where somebody had died, but it okay. wasn't, they were not murdered. Uh, okay. I've asked this to my wife, she said no, but I would. I you would, I would do it? I would. I, I think I would. What if it was yeah. like really It was a nice ass house. Or if the, hey, the price is right. Yeah, if the yeah. price is right. The price is right. I think I, I think I wouldn't like measure that. Like I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't affect my like. You wouldn't feel choice. like it would be haunted? I don't think so, but my wife probably would. Well, are you a believer? I know. I mean, well, yeah, Heidi, well, yeah I mean, you know. in a way, yeah. Okay. Um, but like, I don't like if I hear something, I don't assume if I see something or think I see something or hear a story, I don't I'm automatically assume that it's something paranormal. I'm like, yeah. I'm always trying to think, oh, it's probably this and that. <laughs> yeah. It's probably yeah. animal. Kind of what I do. That, yeah, a little so. bit more scary if it's something like in reality. Maybe. Right, right. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. I mean, but, but yeah, I mean, I'm not, not a believer. I guess you can say okay. that. Yeah. Okay. So you're open to it. Right. And I've always wanted to experience something paranormal. Like I've always welcome it and it just never happens. Oh, we know. Even when I was young. He came to the ghost tour with a backpack. He had all kinds of stuff. (laughs) I was ready. This guy is ready for this. (laughs) I was expecting a little more too. I was like expecting like a ghost hunters type situation or something. But this was more like something you take your kids to. You know, one of those kind of (laughs) things. Yeah, it wasn't that like big of a thing that I, I thought I thought we were going to gonna like get scared and shit like, yeah. I thought I was going to be well bad. Jennifer got scared right right that's right, true yeah. and we'll get into that we'll in get into that stay I'm tuned a, I've but, been more scared <laughs> at construction job sites at night <laughs> right yeah because no. that's reality did you, yeah. did you guys know that the three careers that a serial killer is most drawn to it's construction work long haul trucking right. and then pig farming Pig farming. That's yes. very specific. Because I guess because they can, because dispose, they can dispose of the right. bodies. Yeah. Yes. Wow. I'm actually I mean, traveling construction. Jose is literally taking notes. Oh, do you own pigs too? <laughs> He's taking notes right now. Uh, All right, Jennifer and I are going to go. <laughs> <laughs> like, should I sell my pig farm? <laughs> should I sell my traveling construction company? Your, tra- your trailer. <laughs> and my trailer? We need to start a new life. You guys figured me out. <laughs> So on the way to the ghost tour, we were listening to, um, I forget the name of the episode, I'm sorry, but the, the one about the killings of the homeless people in California. Oh, Auburn, California. Yeah, Auburn, yeah. Okay, yeah. Mysterious deaths. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 that, yeah okay. It was, it was very interesting, like the amount of work and, and 
facts you guys present. Um, so what's your process like? What are you guys looking for? How do you start, you know, talk to, talk to us? And what do you that? find your stories? Yeah. And how long does it take you before you finally realize that you're ready to... To, to do the it. yeah to any other question <laughs> <laughs> let's get them all in right now <laughs> we got this we got this <laughs> I think and, well, I'm sorry do you want to supersize ahead. that no I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me it's whatever interests me so it's either a story that I don't see a lot of coverage on so I want to cover it and I want to know more about it and as far as research goes, if there's a book out about it, I'll read a book because I feel like you get so much information when someone has taken the time to actually write a book about it. But not all of our episodes are covered that way because it does take time. You have to read it and then going back and trying to get your outline and all that information. You have so, fact check. Yeah. If we don't read a book about it, then it'll just be either news articles, people that have spoken about it online, but we really do try to fact check and make sure that the information that we're sharing is stuff that really did happen. And so a lot of times, like for me, I'll find one news source and then I'll try and find another news source that has similar information. So that way I know, okay, well, two different reporters covered it. And also documentaries. So for the mysterious deaths in Auburn, California, my friend, she lives in California. And she's like, hey, this sounds like something you would want to cover. And there was a documentary about it. They went into so much detail in this one documentary and they interviewed a ton of people from the actual town. So documentaries, books, um, news articles. Yeah, and that process can probably take like a few days. Uh, for me, it takes a few days um, just because I have trouble like sitting for so long and I just, you know, my mind just goes everywhere. So I'm like, I know I have to prepare in, ad in advance, um, but Summer's usually pretty good about like knocking it out pretty quick. <laughs> like, I wish I was like that, but- um, well, A few days is not bad. I thought you were going to say yeah, something that's more. What I, was thinking I mean, we take like... about two years. <laughs> <laughs> a few days is pretty good. I, I, oh, man. I feel yeah. so bad for our fans. <laughs> <laughs> if we have, I'm sure we do. You shout out, shout no, there's out. There's two fans. We got two right here. Five stars. Yes. There's five star fans. We feel sorry for you guys. <laughs> you were here for our catch like, potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, I was very like I really enjoyed. One thing I liked about it was how in depth it felt and how it was almost like it's almost like like a like a like, tutoring session, right? Like you're or at least this is how i felt like i was there listening to it and learning about all of this and like you know if i would have questions like you know whoever, whoever was leading the episode the other person would have all those questions that would be like hey that's what i want to know too and like it feels very just very um very informative you know and, and, you. and that's that i, I do appreciate how like it feels like it takes a lot of time. Like, I mean, again, we only know based on how we do it and it takes us a long time to do things. And so I was like, I wonder how long it takes you guys to not only, um, you know, do all the research, gather all the information and then put it together in a way to present it yeah. so that it works that way and that it flows that way and that it's, you know, interesting from start to finish kind of thing, you know? Yeah, and, um, yeah we, we alternate episodes and so that... I think is easier for us. So it's not just like one person's always nice. doing all the research. Yeah. Um, and it does kind of help that we do it that way. And we have a, a Google Doc and make our outline. Our shared Google Doc. Yeah. 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 Shared Google Doc. Yeah. So, yeah, we take turns making our uh, outlines. Okay, barely. Yeah. <laughs> barely. <laughs> Wait. So, so what 
what you were saying about like if one person is leading the episode the other one's asking questions yeah i like that about our thing too because i remember thinking when you're listening to a podcast sometimes i would have questions that wouldn't get answered Mm -hmm. and so i think one of the things we do specifically is anything i can think of that i'm like what would a listener ask about this like what happened here well why was he Mm -hmm. there nobody heard that noise you know like i want to know those questions too and she's the same way and then it is a great feeling when you like when you get the question answered and then you're like ah you come to that realization and i can tell you as a listener it's the same feeling we were just like oh okay you know i get it or ew or you know stuff like that no that feels good because i think that's what we want to happen we want to like pull the listeners with us and we want the questions that are coming up in their minds to be the same ones we're asking so that way they feel like okay that that was thorough Everything I was thinking of, you know, they answered and then they can, of course, decide if they want to listen to another episode. Yeah. I mean, that's how they get you. That's right. Yeah. So it's like one of us is always like asking the questions. Do you guys ever feel like, at least whenever I'm looking at the news or anything, any stories, um, I always feel like I'm in the middle of what's going on. Like whenever I pull up my phone, I'm like. Okay, I'm just hearing about this now, and it was like yesterday or something, or, you know. Um, do you guys ever feel like that with any of your cases? Do you feel like you have to backtrack a lot, or is it just kind of like you? I think so, yeah. Like one of the cases, the Alani Lenore case, mm-hmm. a local woman that went missing. Should we talk about that now, or should I wait? Well, yeah, we can go into that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, when, you mean, when you say local is. From Atl- she was went missing in Atlanta. Okay. So she went missing almost a year ago on July 30th of this year. It'll be a year since she's been missing. And she went to 1600 Petrie, the luxury apartments down there with a family friend and two guys that they knew. The three of them left at some point and she never left the apartment and she has not been seen again. Her mom, Jeanette Jackson, has advocated for her heavily. She said that she was 24 years old when she went missing. And at 24, you can do your own thing. And it's not like you have to check in all the time, but she was very good about calling her mom. And her mom said that Friday night, she knew that she had weekend plans with this family friend, but she was supposed to see her Monday. Alani would text her mom every day. And when her mom didn't get texts over that weekend, she got worried. And so she checked her phone because they would share locations. And the last place was those apartments. She went to the police on Monday when she didn't show up. And the police said, well, she's an adult. She might be passed out on a couch or something. You know, they partied too hard. And she said, no, this is not like my daughter. She would not disappear. She always calls me or texts me. So they dismissed it. And she called the family friend and um, spoke to the family friend. And the story changed. Um, Strangely, one of the men called the mom. So there was like all these mix-up stories. The police did not search the apartment for 10 days. Now, within that amount of time, the actual guy that owned the apartment um, that was renting the apartment moved out a few days before they were able to search the apartment alani is around five foot four she's 120 some pounds and so the thought is that they uh, moved her through some type of furniture piece to get her out of there so nobody saw her and they cleaned the apartment and then so when the cops did finally go and search the apartment they found some traces of blood and body fluid oh wow but they don't know how much um, you know was cleaned up, obviously, right. because they had already moved out of the apartment. 
Deontay Reynolds, the one who was renting the apartment, actually was renting it under another name. So he had a fake ID. Oh, my God. Yeah. The footage from around the apartment, you know, you never see her leave it. You see her enter it with her friend. That's it. You see the friend leave. You see the two men leave. But you never see her leave that apartment. Wow. And she's not in there. It's been searched. So yeah, right. So you know that she was somehow moved without did anybody they, seeing. So the, the video they had, did they have anything in the hallway of wherever the apartment I is? Saw. Or just the outside? Or? It was the outside. And one of the things is the mom went to the apartment building and you could walk. You didn't need a pass card. You could just walk right know. in that building. It's supposed and to be like a fancy building too. Yeah, it's a luxury right? apartment. Dude, those apartments are it's a joke. I, she I said, live in one. Yeah, <laughs> she said that there were some just empty apartments. She just walked right in. Oh, wow. Oh, well, that's... Maybe I don't know put our studio that, there. Like, <laughs> squat down there. No, but I saw I saw a video, I think it was through uh, ATL Scoop, um, where they were sharing that story. Yeah. And um, just kind of looking back at that, I saw the, the theory is that um, they might have used like a carpet like a, one of those rugs something like that I, I remember seeing a video of that sort um deontay reynolds and steven and you'll hear his name pronounced two ways it's either abote or obiate so steven and deontay were the ones the two men that were with alani and then there was a third man nicholas Hendricks. and so they have caught two of the men but steven obote is still missing like and they think he's either in conyers decatur like he has ties still here still here oh wow yes and they've tried to catch him and he has been evading the police for a long time how long ago wow. was this? So it'll be a year, July 30th. Oh, so, who, so is is Stephen is the one who's still He's still, at large? yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is he the one who had the, he was renting the apartment? No, that was Deontay Reynolds. And there he's he caught, right? But Stephen, yeah, Deontay Reynolds was caught. I actually went to a motions hearing for, he wanted, he did another motion oh, yeah, for Bond. Recently, recently, right? Yeah, recently. Right. And so the mom shows up to every single hearing because she said, you know, because of the color of my daughter's skin. Yeah. Her case could just slip and he could be released if there's not somebody there to advocate for her and say, I don't want this man to be out. That's so fucked up, man. Obviously, the girl who was with her was a family friend or they had friends. Mm -hmm. Because you said those other guys in your podcast in the episode, you said that they weren't strangers. Like they weren't people that they like, you know. Right. They knew them from. Right. They knew them. I, I don't know how well. She knew them, but they were not strangers. Okay. Um, according to the mom, like they they knew who they were and everything, and they were just hanging out. Yeah, they were not strangers to them. But the weird thing was that she wanted to leave her alone with those guys, mm-hmm. the family friend. Yes. Uh, and what do you mean by she wanted to leave her? Alone? She left early. Her boyfriend was picking her up. And but, you mentioned that that was uncharacteristic of her to want to stay there while her friend was like leaving. Well, stuff. that's what the mom said too. She said, yeah. you know, that just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, that's strange. Yeah. How long was it before they were, uh, those men were arrested? Deontay Reynolds, during the summer, he was actually in, I think, a Rockdale County jail on other charges. He's on probation for, he was on probation for like 20 years for armed robbery. Oh, so he That has, explains the fake ID and the... Yeah. Okay. Steven is still at large. And then Nicholas was actually picked up, I believe it was November they apprehended him. And again, I think he was picked up on some other type of a warrant and then they transferred him to Fulton County. Oh, wow. And the guy who's still out now, does he have like a record? It sounds like he kind of is maybe like the mastermind behind stuff because 
He was the one that was talking to the family and the police at first. That's insane. And then he just disappeared. Well, if you had been at the motions hearing, things are starting to kind of disintegrate between them, maybe. So, so they're starting on. to blame each other. Mm-hmm. So it might, like, some things are starting to kind of get weak between that connection there, which would be good because then maybe they can right. get some answers because yeah. they still don't know where she is. They've asked yeah. and they, they will not say where she is. To continue to hold out that important right. information that yeah. to them shouldn't even matter, right? Like, well, I guess, you know, I guess for the sake of the case, right? Because if there's nothing ever found, the case goes wherever. And How much time are they facing? They have been charged with murder. Okay. Both That's of those good. men. Have been. Nice. Um, yeah. So, and then there's other charges too. I mean, life. like kidnapping, right? I don't think kidnapping was a charge, but there was something with identity. Moving a body is one of the charges. And then, oh, like messing with a crime scene or something? I think so. Okay. There were several charges. And they can charge somebody even without a body. Right. From yeah, murder. right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the family friend has not been nothing at all. Okay. So, so do you think she knows something she's not telling? So the mother believes that the friend has some information that she is not sharing. <laughs> yeah. But now she hasn't been charged with anything. I mean, she definitely has more information than right. I think. Do you know if like they still communicate at all? It or, severed guess, the friendship yeah, completely. Right. They're linked family-wise because I believe that she um, has a child with one of Alani's brothers. Okay. So it's actually a family friend. Wow. Like an actual what family friend. Yeah. Yeah, so finding underscore fruity is the Instagram that they've created and it has a lot of information. Do you guys ever have a, um, a case where you're just like, it really hits and you just like have to kind of step away or you, you feel something like that? Mine was obviously Alani. I have a daughter who was the same age. Mm-hmm. And so that one really hit me. And my daughter is white. And I think, well, she probably would have gotten a lot of media attention if she had gone missing. And Alani did get media attention, I feel, but not probably as much as like my daughter would have gotten. And it would be mainly through people who are like actually on the ground or fighting for mm-hmm. finding her. It's not yeah. from authoritative figures or people actually working on damn right that one hit me because i just thought you know just because of the color of her skin she won't get as much media attention as somebody who has lighter skin it should not happen and it's not to say that people should get less media attention it's just to say that everyone should get the same and a lot and early on yeah right instead of waiting you know 10 days to go search the apartment yeah Yeah. and that's the frustrating thing when we like do cover these missing person cases or when like that's an element in the case it's like you notice that there's a period of time when they wait where it's like they could have done more and so yeah that is always frustrating going back to the uh the episode of the the homeless people disappearing it was very frustrating listening to that and be like wow you guys are dumb like or (laughs) you know yeah yeah that's what always it it always gets me about Mm -hmm. and this is interesting because you guys used to work in a courthouse right like yeah would you see these people like, you know, investigators or detectives or anything like that? Because me coming from not working at the courthouse, right? Like all of my perception of that is through media. And, um, you know, I'll bring up like I just watched uh, this really great movie, Prisoners. Um, 
And in the movie, Jake Gyllenhaal plays a cop who's working on a missing persons case for these kids, who's trying to find these kids. Um, and at the beginning, you know, he starts out very like, all right, this is just another case, like, you know, going by the books or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Trying to calm down the parents because the parents are like, no, you're not doing enough. And they're like, we're doing everything we can, blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, by the end of the movie, he has his growth and he like gets really frustrated with the case. And then like, you know, he becomes the hero, so to speak, right? I feel like that's not how it is. <laughs> and like, do you guys, can you guys confirm that? That, you know, it almost seems like to them, and maybe this is just a consequence of the job that they do, right? Is sort of being desensitized to this type of situations or at least to the, um, to how important they are to the people involved in them, that they sort of have to form this like callous when they're working with it that maybe makes it easier for something to get, oh, this person, she's just another person of color who goes missing. So we have white people to worry about, <laughs> you know, like. So the three judges I worked for, the first one, she's a black woman now on the federal bench. And then the second one, a Latino man and then the third one, a Latino woman. So I've always worked for judges that are not white. I've always seen them advocate for people of color, but I think I'm in a rare situation where I've had some really good judges. What about you? Well, when I worked in the DA's office, I worked with investigators. And um, so I do think it depends on the workload because I, I do think Unfortunately, you know, there's a lot of crime where we are. Um, and so even split up through a bunch of investigators, I do feel like maybe they they can be overworked and there is probably a level of them being jaded because like they deal with like auto thefts and murders and everything. And so not to say that like they're not doing the best that they can, but you know, maybe they are short staffed. Gotcha. And maybe they don't have all the resources that they they need. I've been impressed with the investigators that I've worked with, but unfortunately, I do think that not every case gets like that attention that yeah. it needs. Okay. You know. So you haven't seen like a trend of like you you don't see that like firsthand of you know besides the cases that you're investigating, right? But like from working there, you don't see that sort of almost neglect to these. Uh, specific like minority cases or Probably things not. like that. I don't Probably think not it's intentional. Well, and we're in DeKalb County too, which is very hey, diverse. That's where I grew up. Yeah, yeah. So DeKalb County has diverse staff. Mm -hmm. And so I think we would probably and see diverse less citizens. of that. Yeah. And so we're not, it's not like a county where the majority is white and you're getting, that's you know, yeah. all white judges it's and, and all county. white jurors. It's not Kennesaw. Yeah, it's not Kennesaw. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think that's been our experience, but I think that's just because we are, or I did work in DeKalb County. Yeah. You know. What city did you guys work in? Uh, Decatur. We were oh, downtown okay. Decatur oh, okay. at nice. the courthouse. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. Oh, Is that where you're at right now? No, now I just... She sells courthouses now. I sell oh, now you sell <laughs> courthouses. That's right. Podcast host. So neither of you work at the courthouse anymore? I still work oh, at do? the courthouse as a civil calendar clerk, so I mainly just handle civil cases now, oh. and not that not the heavy <laughs> felonies. Oh, so you can't uh, reduce my sentencing. <laughs> I, I personally I cannot. <laughs> so, so that um, if you guys can answer this, you know, do you think that the forty-eight um, hour rule is is real? Like they have to wait forty-eight hours for 
to declare um, someone missing right yeah, now. yeah that you know of. yeah I've, I've heard about that a lot i feel like at least maybe after the 24 hours that would probably like be the best case to like start looking because 24 hours i mean you know maybe you lose your phone maybe you know there are those situations where you kind of just yeah gotcha. stuff happens but if you go more than two days without you know usual contact with people yeah. I think it just sucks that at like, what point do the authorities actually start looking for people though I've heard it's usually like 48 hours until someone can legally be declared missing I think they can start looking whenever they want honestly I don't know if it's a lot is that is that a law I don't think it's a lot I don't know that have it's a law wait. I know with, with children obviously it's right. immediate and that became a law because it wasn't always like that oh I think it might be if like you're an adult or something for they adults, usually wait 48 hours wait. but I don't know that it's a law that they have to wait I think right. they can look no, whenever they, they want, look whenever, okay. they want. Okay. Yeah. whenever like they have because I'm sure like you know say somebody who doesn't ever go not talking to people for a day and then the fact that no one's heard of them they could put a police report in and then be like hey they could like with Alani's case they could have yeah. 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 yeah and I think you can always call in for a welfare check right you? yeah yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah I think so yeah. so it's so fucked up that oh man the craziest it, it, it gets me that they knew these guys right or that you know like that that's, that's what friend so was there fucking was gnarly like, like well, that's the connection that i'm making to like, me yeah. the craziest thing is that they waited 10 days to to, to even the search i know and in that amount of time obviously the every, evidence yeah. is either in destroyed every, or gone in every case i've ever listened to about how the police takes x amount of time to like search the like the the property under mm-hmm. question yeah. whenever they take like two or three weeks or even right. like it's i've heard like, cases like the point to search it it's mm-hmm. like when they finally well, go obviously they don't find anything either they don't find anything or there's not enough evidence yeah it's like well right. why'd you wait so damn long well, there might be some like red tape that might have to go through warrants and that's and that's sort of that's sort of um going back to this movie that i saw i thought that it that made sense to me though because especially when you're not involved like say you're an investigator or a detective you don't know anything besides what one party is telling you and you can't just go based on that because i mean i don't know i mean i'm not a cop so i don't fucking know but like in in that movie that was the big issue was that the kid's father was freaking out and knew like said he knew everything and he knew who it was and why it was and blah blah blah. and then the cop is like we already talked to him you know he didn't seem like this blah 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 blah, blah." and you know the movie happens but um it's a great movie, by the way. You guys should watch it. Which one? Really good. What's it called? Prisoners. 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 Oh, okay. <laughs> really, really good. Okay, so uh, okay. going back to it, I guess. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Um, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Is okay, it ghost okay, okay. tour time? No, not yet. Oh yes, no, no actually. Final question. No, no. Just one oh, final one final question. question. Oh, one, one final question. Well, before that final question. Oh, oh wait. There's wait, another wait. final question. Okay. Pre final <laughs> question. <laughs> well, I was just gonna ask um, <laughs> if there. <laughs> <laughs> See, this should be a video podcast. Everyone is going to get each other. Damn, we should try that. No, I was gonna say. Back to uh, Alani's case, case, like if there's any resources or anybody, like if any listeners want to get involved or want to know where to get involved or where to find anything, if you could let us know. Right. So 
there's a $2,000 reward offered and you don't even have to give your name. And it's a cash reward for anyone who has information that could lead to the arrest of Stephen Obiate. And there's up to, I think, $15,000 reward that you would have to give your name for, of course, but if it leads to his arrest. If you've seen Stephen in your neighborhood, if you think you see him, he is considered dangerous and you should obviously call the police. The family really wants him brought in because he has information on where Alani is, was, where she was taken. And so that's kind of like the missing puzzle piece for this family is getting Stephen apprehended. Mm -hmm. And if you go to Freshly Brewed Noir on Instagram, we have pinned her stories at the top and you can see a picture of him. You can also look, um, he is on Atlanta's top 10 most wanted list. So it's easy to look him up and see what he looks like. You can go to our page, finding underscore fruity on Instagram is also where you can go to get any information. But that is what the mother, Jeanette Jackson, it really wants is for people to please, if you know him, if you're a family member, a friend who knows where he is and can just bring him to justice. So that way that family can find out where she is and get some answers. Okay, great. Yeah. And I mean, also you guys do a very good job in your episode of it, covering all those bases and letting, honestly, getting you. getting down to just how ridiculous it sounds, right? With everything that's going on and all the people involved and stuff. Uh, um, so listeners, check that out because it's, it's a good it's a good episode. Thank you, know? you. Thank you. But uh, but yeah, what do you guys have um, planned for the future? What's uh, freshly brewed noir a year from now? Do What's next? On? What's you know? next? More you already got kick-ass t-shirts. So, oh, you know. thank you. Yeah, what you said kick-ass t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Why are you guys looking at me? Because <laughs> this is your job, man. We can't worry about that stuff. Oh, are you We're the, the talent. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> No. No well, we know a good uh, screen printer if you need one. All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Okay. Okay. That's Appreciate right. it. Connections. We're working on more episodes. So I definitely have one of mine. It's another missing persons case. It's a friend of mine from high school. Her friend went missing. Oh. She reached out to me and asked if Jennifer and I would cover the case. And she had this uh, Google Doc of all the information and who she was last seen with and this boyfriend that went missing conveniently right after she went missing, told people he had to go away for a while. Wow. So oh, I bet he does. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's an interesting case. So we're I want to cover that one. And Jennifer has several that she's always oh yeah thinking we about. have like a whole list of cases so we're gonna get to that at some point <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. we're enjoying vacation right now we're doing the summer you guys are on a hiatus i guess you would call it hiatus, that yeah. <laughs> we know what that's about we've been in a hiatus for years <laughs> yeah. yeah we're pros at that yeah most of our years hiatus so yeah. do you guys only cover crime or do you guys ever do any supernatural stuff that's where we're going we do cover supernatural stuff yes usually um, i'm Jennifer. usually the one doing the supernatural case you are right. I am. Yeah. Okay. I wish. I wish. No, it makes would sense. More, but no, you know, yeah, I have to bring her. Yeah. You know, to the believer and side. You, you sway her a little bit. I feel it. You know? Oh, okay, in, thank you. In my head, canon 
you're a believer already. Because... Oh, well, just, just wait till we talk about oh, the ghost. Right, let's oh, yeah, do it. no spoilers. Let's right. <laughs> not. Okay, so wait, what's next? Or is it time yeah, for spoilers? No, that's it. Yeah, yeah, it is. No. It's time for the spoilers. No, no, no. Before wait, wait, wait. That. Oh, yeah. wait, no, yeah, it is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. when we went to the tour, you mentioned, Jennifer, that you had a story from uh, the Philippines that you did not want to tell me. And I was trying all night to, uh, <laughs> to get you to tell me any details that you didn't say anything. I didn't because I figured we were already going to record this. So I was like, just wait until oh. we were. So should we should we discuss this now or let's after do the ghost? it? Well, Juan's been waiting long. I said we go with. We've been waiting for like a month since yeah. we went on this ghost tour. So. That's true. It's been keeping him up at night, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where to start? Um, From so, the beginning, and it better be good because I've been waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like such a letdown. I know, right? Like, I leave this room it's like i feel like my supernatural experience wasn't good enough <laughs> so um it started when i was in the philippines we went to um the philippines my family and i uh to go and bury my uh, grandfather's ashes and so we were there for about a month while we were there my cousin who is he was like 24 at the time he went into uh, a diabetic coma, um, but at first he was in shock. So he you know, wasn't unconscious yet. Um, we took him to the hospital and the hospital was pretty run down. I don't know if you know anything about the Philippines, but it's kind of a poor country. So I had been told that it was a haunted place but not really thinking anything about it. Um, so we were at the hospital for a long time. My cousin was in the hospital room and we were just outside the benches, just sitting down. And um, it was late. And all of a sudden I, I just start to kind of go in and out. Like my vision just starts to like go black and then I can see again. And it was very strange because then all of a sudden like he starts to go into a critical condition. And then at the same time, like I was going in and out, I like couldn't breathe. And then I, my, my family's with me too. So they're all like sitting around me and they're like, you know, kind of freaking out like, what are you, what's going on? And like, I can't breathe my, like my eyes are like fluttering. And um, I don't know, my body just starts moving on its own and just kind of like being like raised, I guess. Um, and so like I, my body, like I can't control it at that time. And um, my mom, she swears that like, you know, there was some kind of like supernatural thing happening because for this lasted for a while. And then there was a um, nun, I think that was there. And she literally had to like take me, take my body like to another place in the hospital and like all these people like surrounded me and started like praying over me because they thought there was like something trying to take over my body. And so she was like, you know, whatever you are, um, like leave her body and just doing like all these like protection chants and things like that. And so that probably lasted, I don't know, maybe 30 minutes, 45 minutes. And then I am conscious again and, you know, I have control. When we leave, uh, my mom is freaked out. You know, we go out to a restaurant right after that to eat. And my mom's like, are you gonna be okay? Like, are, are, 
Do we need to like, you know? Like so, uh, what Cleanse about that haunting? <laughs> Do they have Chick Fil A sauce? <laughs> well, so yeah, so you know, she was like, let's sage and do all the stuff that we're supposed to do so that like you don't get something doesn't happen while you're sleeping and while we're sleeping and because it was it was a very scary like situation for them too but then later on my cousin he ended up passing away so i don't know if there was like something that was like happening because my cousin was going through something and then like at the same time, like I, my body was going through something as well. And like, I hadn't been sick. I, I was perfectly normal, you know? And so I don't know what else could have like caused that, um, for me to be going through that thing. And then of course to cause that scene and like have people like pray over me. <laughs> like I was like, this is a very, I haven't told anyone this cause it's like, it, it sounds like a, uh, a strange story. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, how, how did you feel in the middle of all this? Right. I thought I was gonna die, <laughs> to be honest. Like I thought, like something was like trying to take my soul or something. So you were my conscious God, during crazy. all of this. You, you were, like, you were conscious. You weren't like passed out. I was in and out. Like, okay. so like, you know, when it went black, I really didn't know what was going on. And then like when I had my vision back, then you know, I was like, it was fuzzy, and I could kind of like move around if I could you know what were was, you like convulsing yeah or, yeah I was gonna like say, when you what, say you lost was, control of your body it was is that what it felt like like um i guess i was gonna you know, say how like people see how, like, possessions and stuff yeah no yeah yeah that's like that, that's kind of yeah. what i was getting at. i was gonna ask like how was like how was your like how did everyone else react like see? everyone else was freaking out so yeah. like what did they see like versus what you felt so you know with me going in and out i really don't know what my body was really doing on the outside because I was just... Did your mom say what it was doing? Yeah. Yeah, my mom said that my body was just doing like these weird like lifting moment, like lifting motions. Like were you um, on the ground or... Um, I don't think I was on the ground because we were sitting on this bench. And then when I started like moving my body, uh, I guess uncontrollably because I couldn't control it, that's when like she called like the nun to move me over to like this other side of the hospital and I had to like get on the floor and they had to like sit around me and like pray over me. Do you think it, had, it was a connection with what was going on with your cousin or do you think it was something trying to possess you or something? I, I really don't know. It could be a, like a little, maybe either one. Um, but since my cousin was going through that at the same time, I just thought it was right. like such odd timing. Like, what are the odds of that? And also like, I, um, from, you know, from what we've talked about with, with other people, it, it always seems that when something like that happens, it does sort of affect multiple things. And like, especially it's almost as if like that in the, in that moment, that everything was happening that's when the lines between like you know these dimensions or whatever's going on is like thin and, and things are crossing over which is why it's like when i was joking how if you were really hungry at the ghost tour you yeah, wouldn't yeah. be able to see the ghost because right. you were right like, 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 yeah, that, you know? true, like, yeah. but i feel like that that, that, that well, there's sorry. sort of truth to that right it's like that's things are happening and you mentioned that um you know your cousin went into critical condition as all of this was happening like that like opens a door yeah and, and not only that it just I, I see it very dramatic in my head 
I didn't think right, it was like, <laughs> yeah, no, like, 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 pretty like, gnarly. Like, like a light shining on your cousin, and it was well, like, and then just everything just comes happening. Out and, yeah, you know? it just it just seems very wow. It just seems very very insane, like happening. You know, I've never seen anybody die. I've never experienced like anybody in that situation, that state of, um, I guess, the end of their life. So you can imagine what might be happening, you know, around everybody. All those emotions. What your feeling is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, was your family religious? Like, or, I mean, you said they were praying, like. My mom is very religious. Okay. I am not. Okay. Um, and Did this so, influence that at all? Or is it just like, you never. I'm not, I'm still not religious. Okay. Um, but my mom, she freaks out when she hears like I'm going on these ghost tours and she's like she's like oh bring your rosary <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> she's always on me about that now so um even when we went on the ghost tour in Covington she was like make sure you bring your rosary and I was like no did you oh <laughs> <No>. <laughs> tell you? you know what she did bring it on the savannah trip we went okay. I was like Jennifer I did <laughs> no, savannah makes sense just in case savannah is one of the most haunted cities oh, in I the know. country so I've been yeah. I've been I would bring my rosary and I'm not even Catholic I've been everything I got you know I've been working in savannah like the last four months Oh, really? Oh, that's why it took you so long to get here. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, like, I'm, like, I travel for work, so like, okay. I've been working in Savannah for like four months. Yeah, I'm kind of tired of Savannah. That would be too. Do you, what was the initial, your initial reaction when everything sort of ended? Like when, you know, when, when it was done, I guess, basically. Um, obviously everyone's shocked. I'm shocked. You know, I don't really know what to do with myself at that point. Yeah. Um, and then I'm just supposed to go on, you know, living my, <laughs> yeah. my life normally. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and like I said, it was, it was not something I wanted to tell people because people will probably be like, are you okay? Like, are you like possessed yeah. by a demon or something? <laughs> right. I mean, are you? Yeah, are, are, I don't think so. <laughs> so. Have you had anything no, you similar? Very nice to touch me, and go. You know? Yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you felt anything similar afterwards, even recently? Just the only of, thing no, that was <laughs> yeah. The only thing that was similar was when we were at the Covington Ghost Tour. Oh, okay, oh, that's right. Yeah, dude, you missed yeah, Jose Dang. was not there, so dude, we, we got the best. That. It was the whole ordeal, man. <laughs> all of you was in the air. All of you got possessed. We have videos. Our heads were spinning. We were throwing up. It was amazing. They left pretty quick. Dang. Yeah, dude, you, you got some issues to work. <laughs> He's got his own demons. <laughs> they like took over Daniel, and they're like, "Oh shit, there's already someone." Here. It's like, dude, this place is a mess. <laughs> like, not only is there already a demon here, it looks like they've been partying. <laughs> it would have been interesting to see how Jose would have responded, though. I, I mean, honestly, true, yeah. I feel like out of all of us, he's the closest one to yeah. the veil. He's right? had an experience. Yeah. So, too, I think. So. Do you think that that makes you well because you had that experience over there or have have you ever besides these two ever had any other weirdness happen or anything that even felt remotely strange or anything like that um as far as like me like feeling like there was some kind of contact um it was just those two times like physically mm -hmm. um, but then there are times when i feel like i've seen stuff but sometimes i don't know if it's just like my mind playing tricks on me or something. Yeah. So I don't really try to, I really don't count those times. Okay. Well, just cause like, I mean, 
I feel like th- there's something, a quality, right, that someone has, or, you know, I, I guess I don't want to say They're that. They're just, like, like, more open to it. Yeah, right? Like, something, and I feel like, like, with you, I'm sure it's going to happen to you again. I mean, at some point. You, you know, Jose, meaning Jose. I'm, I'm, honestly, Jose. I'm, I'm just waiting for it at this point. I'm yeah, not looking for yeah. it, but I'm <laughs> yeah. waiting for it because well, I know it's going to happen I've never again. seen anything here, just, I guess, to go what you guys were saying. Like, uh, we have a roommate. Um who says that he sees things here sometimes, like upstairs, and here, he sees that in his house. walking around. He says really? that he sees them clearly, but he's always oh. been seeing that not not just here, just anywhere he goes. So he's he, he's I told him, so I told him, hey, any, every time you see something, text me so I can go upstairs. <laughs> yeah, that's what I told him. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was forgetting because it's like, you know, like, like you're, the off hours. you're looking for something. Yeah, water. yeah I'm like looking for something because yeah, because yeah, I've always wanted to ever since I was I was like little. Uh, come from Colombia, so we used to live there. And so there was a lot of crazy stuff that people said happened. My oh, family yeah. said this, they saw this, and I never would see anything. And I always wanted to, so I was kind of mad that I didn't get to experience what everybody else was, to be honest. <laughs> and so, yeah, there was one occasion that when we were younger, we were all sleeping in this one bedroom. And then all of a sudden my sister woke up screaming and then the door was locked. Um, I think it was just locked, just because it was locked, I don't know. It wasn't like a ghost locked it or anything. Um, <laughs> I mean, you don't know, right? Well, yeah, 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 I don't know. So the point was that they were screaming. My parents got up, couldn't open the door. So they were asking somebody to go, but everybody was so scared because my sister was saying, there's a little kid in front of the door. Oh, hell. And I didn't see anything. Oh, always the little kids. So I didn't, right? I didn't see anything. So I'm just like, I don't want to, I'm just going to get up and open it myself. So I got up and opened it. If I, I hear it, I didn't You didn't see anything? No. Did you knock who, over the little kid? Maybe. Like the ghost child? Wait, so, yeah, so, so who, the saw, ghost child. who saw the little kid? My sister. Oh, oh she's the only one that sister. saw it? Like, what did, know, what did she say when you opened the door? Was she like, don't do that, you're hitting right, the kid? Right, she said that I went through the little oh, kid. That's what she said. Oh, saying. that's oh. crazy. And I, I was, I was gross. super young. I was like, gross. maybe six. Dang. You got ghost guts on you. <laughs> <laughs> so then tell us what ha- what you felt in the cemetery right. on the ghost yeah, what, tour. Yeah, what happened? Tell us that experience. Tell Jose that experience. Tell Jose. Tell okay. me what he missed. Well, I mean, there was some stuff that was leading up to it, right? We were in the cemetery. And um, we have that app where you're supposed to hold it out and it catches words. Right? Yeah. And, and a lot of the words like noises. Can yeah, we do this again sometime? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, but let's do a better one. Let's do one that's like, you know. We'll, look uh, at, we'll let you guys pick uh, some, Something that's going to fuck us up, you know. Kevin will research it and find it for us. I want something heavy. Like, <laughs> it's you, know. you want, you want yes. Jennifer elevating off the ground. Anybody, really, anybody. It's your turn now. Like, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll make you oh, a believer. We'll force you No, we want the ghost will. The ghost will make you believe. And so I don't remember if... Someone had like the temperatures, the temperature. I, had the temperature. And, and, I think that was me. Oh, okay. you did too. Yeah. And and do you remember like going over the graves and like yeah. it suddenly yeah. got cold, right? Or or no, did it get we hot? We felt we felt physically the temperature oh, change okay. outside. Okay. Yeah. It's like so, a slight shift. Like yeah, yeah. Well, we were at a certain spot. I think by that tree, was, right? Yeah, by that tree, yeah. yeah. So we get to like the back part of the the cemetery and um, we're standing on these graves and then this word pops up on our, you know, EMF reader I, with the words. Yeah. Um, and it says choking. Before that, we heard a growl, remember? Oh, <laughs> we, we even oh, had that before yeah, or was yeah, that after? Yeah, yeah. That was recorded no, that, too, that, that was, was recorded. That was right recorded. before, yes, I yes. recorded it. I sent it to you, right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Did. 
And you so should play that. You should play that. Should, I didn't. Oh, you guys wanted to play it now, or you guys wanted to just we'll insert it into post. Okay, or you can yeah. play it now. Man, Actually, we should it. play it for um, yeah, Jose. Play it for Jose. Okay, okay. Oh, play it for yeah. me since I wasn't there. I guess. Let me see if I can play because I sent it to you. You were there. Right? You were there. I didn't sign the. I didn't sign the uh, the waiver. <laughs> yeah, but so. Oh, so were you legally, you were there. legally, I was not there. <laughs> were you around us though? I can't remember when the growl happened. No, because I was doing my own thing. Okay, here it is. You guys ready? Was that after? I didn't hear. I think I think it played. I heard it. Do you hear it? A little. It's like very low. Yeah, but when you yeah when you showed it to me, I, I could clearly hear it. Um, but yeah, so we're over this grave, and then the word choking comes up, and then like I I start to like feel like my throat inside is like closing up, and I I felt it, but I didn't say it immediately because I was like you know I, I'm like is is this my mind just playing some kind of trick on me just because you know I'm. I'm here and I'm seeing this word. Um, but then it like, it wouldn't stop like closing up. And so, and I thought that was just really strange. Um, and so eventually though, we like walked off and it went away. And, and then I was like, well, maybe if I go back, like it'll start up again, but it didn't. So I just thought that was a strange thing that happened. Like the word came up and then all of a sudden, like I had this choking sensation and then later, I found out that Summer also like felt something. I did. And I didn't say anything because I thought that maybe it was just from Jennifer experiencing something. And we're like, again, right. we're in its graveyard and it's night and she's saying, I feel like I'm choking. But right before she said that, and it was a little bit after the growl, I didn't feel like somebody was choking me, but I felt this strange sensation that somebody was like right like near my face, like right oh, wow. here. And then it made my whole like upper body kind of feel like um, this strange sensation. Not, no, it wasn't goosebumps. It was like a vibration or a um, electrical feeling. And it was very uncomfortable. I just remember feeling like I want to get like away mm. from this and then but she started to say that she was feeling like she was choking oh, okay. so this was at the same time basically. it was at the same time okay. but i didn't say anything because she was i was like well is she choking <laughs> like, yeah so i was just kind of like it being present and like what is this feeling but i can just say that i've never had that feeling before and it really bothered me made me uncomfortable I, and I'm not really open to suggestion. So like, I don't think that if somebody else is saying their feelings, even though Jennifer and I are best friends, I don't think just because she's saying she's feeling something that I would. But in my mind, I was like, well, I'm just feeling this because she's feeling it. But then later afterwards, we talked about it. And when I had thought back on it, I, I definitely feel like I felt something and it was it wasn't a good thing. 
So while while it was happening though, you were going through trying to rationalize what was going on. Yes. And like, okay. Yes. Typical human arrogance. <laughs> but can you put your mic a little closer? Uh, somewhere? Yeah. 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 I will say I, I definitely felt something when we got to that area. Um, what did you feel? I, it was, it was a, like a shift, a, a, right. like a, a shift in, in the air. Like I didn't feel too much of a temperature change. I know you guys were talking about it, but I was really, that's why like when you guys, I, I went well, a little bit ahead because I wanted to sort of feel it in silence. I wanted to just like be as present as I could just in case anything was happening or like just sort of just sort of experience the moment you know um and so when I got to that area right before you guys got there where that big tree was um it felt like because there was a little bit of a breeze that night like it was a, it was a little breezy while we were there and then it's the second that I got there everything just stopped and it, it felt almost like you were in a vacuum of yeah. like air yeah like it just felt like dead like everything had like just very like, still yeah. yeah like and I was like this is different yeah. and then like I walked back and I, like, I met up where, where you guys were and it was it was different like you know it just didn't feel the same and so I went back to that place and going back there, you still feel it. Like I, I walked there and it felt just like, just very dead. Like, well, I mean, I want to say more like serene, but just almost, I don't know. It, it felt like everything that was going on around was not there anymore. You know, um, that's the only thing that I felt. I didn't feel anything like, you know, super physical or anything, but that was a very noticeable change because I'd never felt anything like that before. Um, just because it was it was dramatic. Like when I noticed it, I was like, "Oh, where the hell did the wind go?" You know, like it just yeah. like stopped. And I mean, but um, and then when you started talking about the choking thing, I was like, "Damn, why not me?" Like, <laughs> but, but I mean, it was very like I could tell from everything that was going on. I think you two were also trying to like rationalize it with what was going on, like because you looked very hesitant to what was going on. Um. You but I was just like, yeah, yeah, sorry, forget the audio, you know, <laughs> but um, I was very, I was very much just trying to observe, just trying to like, just to see if there was anything else that, you know, we were missing because we were thinking about other stuff or something like that. But, um, but no, it was, it was definitely something uh, different. And like, I feel that, like, do you think that happened to you because you've had an experience in the past or, or something um, like that? It makes me feel like I might be like more susceptible to those kind of things. Okay. I didn't know or realize that that was something that potentially like I could have, but based on my like experiences, I, I do maybe think that it's possible. And Summer and I have talked and we're like, maybe we should like test this out more and like go to another like haunting or like- Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever seen like a medium or anything or? No. No, nothing like that. No, I I sometimes I don't know if it's believable, you know, yeah, cuz yeah. sometimes they kind of feed off of like what you want to believe. Yeah. You yeah. know. So charlatans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um so yeah, I mean, hopefully my story like lived up to some kind of expectation yes well yes. Yeah, yeah dude that's right. scary as hell <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah it did help the night though that that night i was just kind of the whole tour i was just kind of like this is kind of lame <laughs> and i didn't like i mean you know at the beginning it just seemed like they're working really hard to sell something 
like the host was nice, but she was just a little too nice and a little too peppy. And then, <laughs> like, like I, that I, knock in the beginning, and then um, I don't know, but that I could definitely say I felt like that cold. Um, other than that, I mean, I didn't really. I was very intrigued by just the historical side of it, like all the stories that other people had seen and stuff like that. Because it's always it's always interesting when there's like any sort of consensus among strangers or anything like that, you know. Um, But it was kind of it was it was a little field trippy until until that like the time where we're in the graveyard again, just because I wanted to really to almost see if I could get to a thinner place in the veil so to speak mm-hmm. you know um i had messaged a friend earlier before going and just sort of asked you know is there anything that i can do to to to, to see something or to show something to halloween yeah <laughs> um and they said to sort of you know just just be present just try to be present and, and really experience everything and then I, I i felt like i was i was actively trying to do that really like and i was listening to homegirl who was you know leading the 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 tour because she was talking about some you know pretty pretty sad stuff and like it, it's it's she had a ton of experience yeah She's yeah you know yeah and i mean it's i mean even even if you don't believe it's still just the, the, the idea that we're in this place where some of these could have been really messed up deaths and like really tragic and just really like mm-hmm. um, the energy I feel like would obviously bring something weird, not weird, but just a little bit ominous just because of the nature of being above all these bodies that are no longer alive, you right. know, like, um, and I just really wanted to, to feel that and to like be in that moment, but I didn't get choked. I don't think I've ever been. Don't <laughs> Next time I'll tell them. <laughs> Did you want to get choked? Not necessarily. I didn't want to get choked, but I didn't want to see something. That's why I was taking pictures. I was just like, please, I, something Juan comes was up. super open to it. Please. And then, uh, he was like, come choke me, please. Yeah. Come choke me, ghost. Come anymore. choke me, please. Um, I don't think I've ever been in a, in a graveyard at night. I think that was the I don't think I've time. ever had either. Yeah. Or maybe I have. Um, have I told you guys the story? of the haunted room that my friend stayed in for the night no you have not i don't think so okay so it's it's not really like an abandoned building with a haunted room or something like that it's like a fully it's like this building with uh it's like an apartment building and pretty much it's back when he worked at a ski resort and um it was uh, employee housing that's what it was so he said that in the apartment that him and his friends that were staying in it was like kind of overbooked there was three rooms and all the rooms were taken right so he was sleeping on the couch and like one of his um one of his friends that was staying in the haunted room he stayed in there for like two weeks i think and he said that like his his attitude before and during and after was completely astronomically different he said like after he started staying in that room he would like not sleep he had bags under his eyes like he was like chain smoking cigarettes like all this crazy stuff and then he was he was always just talking about like man fuck that room i can't get any fucking sleep in that room all this shit and then like finally he he left he decided to just like leave and go live somewhere else and then um the dude who was in charge of the apartment was like yo anyone who wants this room can take it and then my buddy was like fuck yeah i'll take that room he's like i'm sick of sleeping on Classic. the couch <laughs> yeah yeah and then the dude was like you know that room you know at your own discretion and i was like fuck it i don't believe in that shit 
So he just like goes and stays in that room with like um, this girl that he was seeing or whatever. This is his very first line in the room. He gets like a really bad case of sleep paralysis where he becomes fully aware of everything in the room while he can't move his body. And he was like sleeping on his back or something. And like the girl was sleeping right next to him. But he said that like everything was was kind of like a different space kind of like his eyes were open and all he could do is like move his eyeballs and then he said all of a sudden he felt like this like immense pressure yeah and then and then next thing you know he said that there was this lady like with like no eyes skinny like long hair and like some long robe that was just like in his face like this just like yelling like doing some high-pitched weird like yelling shit and then he said he, he was like super terrified and he couldn't move. And that is awful. Can you do that scream again? Because that was pretty good. <laughs> I had sleep paralysis, but I didn't right. see like anything. But I oh, had yeah. that feeling. Yeah. You can't move your body at all, and you are awake. Yeah, and like the right. things like and then sleep- the pressure on you, like yeah, and like it's all super of that. Scary. Yeah, I've never like- seen like a lady screaming. Oh no, this <laughs> no, that's that scary. This, yeah. this was specific to that room because like that room was like haunted or something. Did someone Crazy. die there? Um, I think so. I think I I forgot to ask him like what the story was behind that room, but I think he said that some lady actually died there or something. Wow. But he said that when the lady was like screaming. It was like no eyes, like like screaming in his That's face. True. He just like couldn't fucking move. And then he said he just did. Like, so this he, is the the new person who was sleeping in that room. Yeah. And he told the guy that the next day. N- no, that was my buddy. That was his oh. first night in the room. Did the girlfriend see anything? No, she didn't. Okay. Yeah, it was only him. And then after that, he was like, "Fuck that room. I'm going back to the couch." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is the most. Yeah, terrifying and then his other friend crazy. lasted two weeks in that room. He said th- throughout those two weeks he didn't sleep. Is, is that what? is that room yeah. in Georgia? Uh, North Carolina. Okay. Are, have you ever? We gotta no. take a trip and uh, record an episode. There. I wanna. I'm not going. going. But but like the thing I'm is like going. if you stay in that room like but, the thing is like it's not like multiple people are gonna see something like right, my, right. one person. Yeah. My assumption is that like whatever entity it is is gonna choose who to fuck with. Look, it would be ah, Jose and Jennifer. In that case specifically, like we'll say Jose. Let me tell you guys my story. Oh, um, you have a story. Yes. Yeah, so I think uh, time's up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think when we first met, I told you guys about my own experience of has been like sleep paralysis, and we're um, not to that level of what Jose said, but I have felt like a shift in weight, um, and this time it was something like that from my second experience i've had to see paralysis maybe like three or four times i can remember in my life so um this was last year and i was staying at my brother's house um and uh, my i was gonna do a little um, imaging so you guys can understand so like my my room was uh his front den like a little den you know I didn't have a door. It was just like two curtains. Um, I chose to be there because it was big and spacious. <laughs> so um, I'm like basically at the front of the house. Like you come in the door and, you know, to the right is where I'm sleeping. Um, so I remember this night I woke up at like three. I went to bed like super early and like, like nine o'clock. And so I woke up around like three, three thirty in the door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I woke up at that time. And I was like, oh, great. Um, well, I guess I'm just going to... I think I went to the bath- bathroom, came back, tried to go to sleep. Um, and then I started watching a show. 
and uh, I was like, I, I like to sleep with, you know, TV. <laughs> so um, as I'm watching the show, I'm drifting and like, I know I'm drifting. I'm like, all right, cool. Let me turn my phone off. Let me uh, put it on the counter. And um, I'm like kind of drifting, but I'm like, ah, it's almost time to get up for work, you know? And then I'm like, all right, let me get up. So I get up and, you know, like I said, I had drapes. So you can kind of see through the crack the front door and I see a figure and I can, I, I remember it's like black and white shorts, like black shirt shorts with like a white taper on the bottom and like sneakers. And I'm like, whoa, who's in the house? You know, somebody broke in or whatever. That's just like the first thing that came to mind. Um, and at the same time, I can see my clock on my, on my nightstand. So it's like, I'm like this, laying down and I'm looking at the time it was like maybe four five o'clock um and I see the figure and I'm like kind of transitioning going back and forth and I'm like okay let me just get up you know um and I was like oh I, I think this is this is it I'm in sleep paralysis mode I, I, I can I can kind of already already know what, what what the feeling's like so um and then um it's just kind of like, a, like I said, it's like a transition where like I'm seeing one thing and then I'm seeing another at the same time almost. And then I feel an immense pressure and I feel like I'm sinking into the mattress. Nice. And I feel something. Nice. <laughs> I feel something from the bottom of my leg go all the way up and I feel it in my back. Like internally or, or um, like externally? Sciatica. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like kind of like an electrical feeling, um, just kind of running up my body, and I was just like, "What?" And I and I remember like just not seeing that that other um, vision of um, the the curtains and that figure, and I was just laying down, um, and I was like, "Oh no!" I was like, "Ah!" And I was kind of screaming out, and I don't think I was actually vocal. I don't know if um it was more internally that I was hearing it. But I was like screaming out, I was like, help, help. <laughs> I was like, help. And I was like, Whoa. and then I woke up and I was like, I got up and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> that was intense. That was like the most intense feeling I've ever had in any sort of uh, sleep paralysis case. That's scary. And yeah, yeah dude, I immediately like got up and I was like, I took my phone and I recorded myself and I just recorded that entire experience because it was like, I need to remember every yeah. detail and everything. So um, is the sleep paralysis getting more and more intense? I mean, I haven't had sleep paralysis since I was 14 years old. So that was maybe. the last one? Um, this is the most recent one. This is the most recent yeah. one. Oh, yeah. so it's been a long time. Yeah, since it's been, yeah, yeah. And so you, you said you did see like some kind of figure at the same time? Yeah, yeah, so it's kind of like. Was it like a, like a silhouette? of someone it felt pretty corporeal just like very um like and i didn't see much else like it, it was like maybe the back of their head um but I, I, those shorts is what i remember and like some sort of sneaker uh but it wasn't like was it like jose sneakers uh, <laughs> no. oh my god hey, 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 i was not <laughs> 
<laughs> I have an alibi. I have an alibi. Chase was in Savannah. <laughs> That's why I don't sleep on my back anymore because everyone always says that they get like sleep paralysis when they're on their back. And I'm also, it's like, if why sleep on my back? Your hand. Oh, your still got you sometimes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Damn, it still got you. I, I used to have I sleep paralysis a lot too. I haven't had them in such a long time. You but sleep I like got that? over them. No, 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 no. no. I don't like know. a freaking I'll vampire. Just you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep like a mummy. <laughs> but no, I've never had anything intense. I've, I've had sleep paralysis, and I remember not being able to move. And then in the corner of my eye, I kind of feel this presence, but I don't see anything. That's and a common so, occurrence, right? Sleep and paralysis. so, like, I would, I always want to turn around to see if I saw something, but you can't and, move. Yeah, and yeah. then but eventually, I learned how to get out of it pretty quick. And and so I, I just don't have them. Anymore. You can control it. It's like a superpower now. Yeah, it's like, like a superpower. You can do stuff. Honestly. All right. Yeah, very um, common occurrence that like ninety percent of people say with uh, sleep paralysis is that they either like feel a presence or they see a presence in the corner of their room. Sometimes people even like see the presence on top of their chest. That's right. yeah, my if, roommate. Yeah, my roommate. You Google it, and he gets you, you'll see stuff. that picture of like something on top of you. Yeah, yeah, but they say like it's it's harmless. Nothing you see in sleep paralysis right. can hurt you. Or I mean, they say that, but yeah, I don't know. know. Mentally, uh-huh. it hurts. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's what they tell you. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. let me ask. So you said that you felt like a an electric sensation mm-hmm. on your leg, um, and then Summer had her like electric sensation too, and I did. I looked it up and I couldn't find much on that, but I did find like one article that said that sometimes there's a, a an entity or something that's like making their presence known. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that was what was happening to you? Possibly. Um, it's it's hard to say just because I didn't get much of like a I didn't get much of like a scary feeling from the looking at the entity. Um, more or less, I guess you said maybe, the lack of control or something. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was just trying to like actually tell me that it's there. Um, but um, like the reason why I, I was like I wanted to talk to you about that is just because I felt like I was astral projecting because I just can't explain the double vision. I can't because it felt like if I was um, doing like a like a panning out, like you know, camera shifting, camera change, angle changes. Just like, and I'm like, that's so quick. It just, it felt so surreal. Like, it, it, it almost felt like it's, it's always hard to distinguish between reality and dreams. Yeah. Um, and it, it just felt like I was like, am I waking up and going back to sleep? Am I waking up and going back to sleep? Or is it like, you know, something like that? Because um, I've had dreams where like I wake up, I'll go use the bathroom, I'll come back and I'll finish the dream. You know, and it's like the details. That's a superpower. (laughs) I know, right? That is a superpower. I guess, but I mean, like that kind of stuff. So I was like, I don't know if like I was just dreaming or if like, but it just felt so aware because in dreams, I don't feel aware, you know, and that felt so aware just being able to look at that, that, and and the detail of of my room. Um, And so I was just kind of like, was that like an actual projection type of thing? Like, and I've never, I don't, I don't know what that is. I, I don't think know it might be. I mean, cause like, I feel, I know before I started like believing in all this stuff, my whole thing was like, yeah, it's all in your head. Like even when you're, um, you know, sleep paralysis and stuff like that, like all of that is, you know, <clears throat> you could explain it by just your neurons are firing yeah. all different shits going on in your head. Right. But I feel that that might also be like one of those things that sort of, makes that veil 
a little lighter, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel that, I mean, this is mostly from like our conversations with Holloway where, you know, there are entities around and in that state, I think you can see things right. you can see, you know, things that are maybe actually there or something yeah. that you don't, you know. And and the thing about that, uh, my brother's house is that I've spent the night there like alone multiple times. Um, and I hated it. <laughs> like I could not sleep. I would, Fine. I would just hear things. And I mean, it was like partially mechanical. Like I know his like ice machine was going off, like, you know, AC, this or that. And sometimes I felt like the door was opening. I, I kid you not. Like there were times where I would wake up and be like, who the fuck is here? <laughs> you know, and like, I just like check the doors. Well, like, now I you know, know. <laughs> right? Now you know who's <laughs> right? in here. So I'm just like, and I would, I would tell him, I was like, Hey, have you ever like, you know, experienced anything in your house? Like, you know, it was like, I, I remember this answer. I, I talked to my sister-in-law as well, but I was like, "Like every time y'all go out and I'm here, <laughs> like I cannot sleep. I'm just <laughs> weird, I, I it. Yeah, I've, it's 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 weird. Um, and like I don't I don't get that feeling all the time. Um, so whenever I do, it's like I feel like it's very genuine. Um, another example was just like um, I flipped the house in 2021 and yeah it was like was it heavy yeah it was super heavy <laughs> Dang, um, but, <laughs> but um after like the uh like little background on that like an older couple lived there um they're both alive by the time you know the house was sold and everything um so nobody died that i know of <laughs> but um we found a lot of weird things in the attic um pictures mostly um little graphic um like nudes like, yeah yeah oh, i remember yeah. you guys telling us yeah, yeah, oh yeah. shit you yeah. found nudes in the end yeah like vintage porn basically <laughs> <laughs> um you know showing some ankle but no shoulder. i mean that that family kind of like i i don't want to say too much because i know i, I kind of know one of the the family members of of that um, and def couple. they definitely we'll listen, believe, so. we'll and um basically like I just feel like a, not like anything like a murder or anything, but I feel like something aggressive happened in that house. Um, you know, you, you don't know what happens behind closed doors. Um, and like they had a son that was kind of weird <laughs> to put it nicely. And like just finding those pictures, you know, come to find out they're his. And so it's like, you don't know what could happen. I feel like that's like uh, some type of energy that could, you know, happen, um, be released and just maybe draw something in. But I was there by myself one night just working and um, I just felt so uneasy. I just felt like, like somebody had walked up the stairs. I just felt like somebody was in the house. That's, that's weird. Mm -hmm. um, it was me. <laughs> oh yeah, because he did come to see the house. Of course it was. <laughs> he stayed. Yeah, yeah. So I, I called my wife and I was like, "Are you here?" <laughs> you know, she was at she was at the store while I was just working. You know, um, hardware store, and I was like, "Spend the That's night." That's an uneasy no, feeling, no, no. isn't it? No. Yeah, like, yeah. So. Like, are you here? And she's like, "No, why?" Right. Like, uh, yeah. I was like, "How long are you gonna be?" <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was just like it's like the, that weird feeling you can't shake off, you know, and. Um, we did get she did take some pictures as well she was taking pictures um, of the basement and we had just gutted it and so it was like an exposed wall and she could not get a clear picture like she could not get a clear Oof. picture it was those um, that's some spirit shit those, the orbs the orbs you know that they talk about oh, and that wow. stuff 
Yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, it was a bunch of orbs, and like, I mean, uh, I did, I did talk to Justin about it, and I mean, he's like, you know, it could be something, it could not be, it could be like, you <laughs> he's know, like, well, what yeah. Do you do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was just like. That was an experience. I was like, okay, that's um, so you've had wow. several experiences, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you want to call them, I, I don't know what to call them, but yeah, experience. Okay, yeah, yeah. Experience. literally. So, literally. <laughs> Did you guys um, look at any of the pictures that you guys took? Was I there didn't. anything weird? No, I didn't see anything weird. I, I saw like a bunch of little orbs that they were saying, <laughs> but I don't, I think those are just lights, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. Those just too. reflective yeah. lights, reflect, yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't see anything fun, unfortunately. And no. we, we did have like one when we went to savannah that we thought was jennifer got one yeah we got like something in the in the mirror but i mean we still don't know for sure no, no. oh no sorry i forgot to tell you guys it was my, my wife took the pictures they were you know blurry and then she said okay let me just get a picture please and i can out and i'll head out and then it came out clear Bruh. i mean it's she was like yeah, i'm cleaning my that's lens scary. and nothing yeah. you know nothing was clear that's scary yeah they do say that's that weird. like the paranormal can like mess with your electronics and stuff oh, somehow yeah. i have one more story Okay. This one's probably like the craziest one. Wait, before that. Yeah, before that. Summer, you had mentioned that your daughter had an experience. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, what is, what is that? What is that? Let's do that. Yeah. Can you tell yeah, us yeah. about it? Because I, I want yeah. to know why you're not a believer if okay. things happen, you know? Right. Okay, so. Okay. You're so, not living on, unless you're a believer. <laughs> We're just not leaving. <laughs> I'm driving home alone. This is my thing. It'll be like 5 a.m. Fine. <laughs> My daughter was around one years old when her great grandfather passed away. She was the only great grandchild that he had met. So that was kind of special. And so we moved out to Georgia in 2001 and she was, let's see, um, she was around two and a half. Everything was packed up and it took me probably like six months or so to get everything unpacked, including photo albums. One night, she, oh no, it wasn't even night. It was during the day when she took a nap. That's even scarier, man. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. so I'm home and I, I had two kids at that time. They're 22 months apart. And so it was her little baby brother was sleeping and then she was taking a nap. Middle of the day, a blood curling scream this child had. And so I ran upstairs into her room and she was crying and screaming and she said, there's a man at my door. Oh my God. And so of course I think there's somebody in the house. The upstairs, the hallway was really short. So I could have seen if somebody was there, but I didn't know if they like maybe ran into the master. Yes. So I grabbed her, I grabbed her brother and I went downstairs and then I called my husband and I was like, you know, Hallie just screamed that she thought somebody was in the house and he's like, well, call the cops. Is there somebody in the house, you know? And, <laughs> and he didn't work far, so he came home. Nobody was in the house. So I was like, okay, she just had a bad dream. And then this was maybe a few weeks later after I had gotten everything unpacked, we're looking through the photos and she, flips a page and she goes, mommy, that's the man I saw Bruh. at my door. Wow, that's too much. And it was her great grandfather that had passed. Oh, wow. The hair on the back of my neck stood up when she said that. 
And I was like, are you sure that's who you saw? She goes, yes. And I said, but he scared you. And, and she goes, he doesn't scare me anymore. He, anymore? He, <laughs> she said, he reads to me. Oh my what? God. Oh my God. And look, what? And, and this child How do you was- not believe? Look, oh, and this child was like three. So they're not concocting right, 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 these, right. you know, intricate yeah. lies because yeah. how could she for create who? this? Like for what? Exactly, mm-hmm. like she wasn't at the age where she could have even thought this up, right? Yeah. And so when she told me that- You became a skeptic. I, <laughs> I was like, like We're going to church. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, that is something, right? Like that's something. And she's always been very open to that kind of stuff and seen things throughout her life. So that to me, that was like the biggest thing that made me like, what was that? Like, what did that mean? You know, and I know that is a big deal because it's like she was three. It wasn't like she was an adult trying to trick me. She was a child being honest. And then at one of our houses um, before we just moved, I think there was some type of energy there because my daughter had always seen things like dark figures in the hallway and things like that. And she had a lot of experiences at that house. But my middle son, who he's not really one to believe in that stuff, said that he was sitting in our family room one day. He had to stay home. Like he wasn't feeling good that day from school. And he was sitting in the family room and he said he looked over to um, where our sunroom was and he saw a girl out of the corner of his eye and he thought, oh, did Hallie like not get on the bus or come home? And then he looked a little bit more and she was actually like in the window where that story would have been one story high. So nobody could be standing that high outside. And he said that it, it scared him and he realized it wasn't Hallie and the girl was just looking in <laughs> and he said, he turned his head and just stared straight, like oh, not looking at it. <laughs> right, I didn't see nothing. It was like, right, it was like, okay, it'll go away, it'll go away. <laughs> and then he looked back again and it was gone. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> so you have a ton of That's people crazy. who have like, had experiences. And you have wow. had your own experience as well. And yeah. my husband would say, and he doesn't believe in it at all. Well, I wouldn't say he doesn't believe in it at all. I think he is kind of like you, Kevin, where it's like, okay, maybe there's something mm-hmm. that we don't understand. But he said he could never, in our last house, he could never sit in the family room with the with the blinds open. He always felt like somebody was watching him. It's a little girl in his head. Oh, shoot, bruh. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> That's crazy. And you've had experience? You said she's had experience? Yeah, with the oh. one in the center. Just oh, the okay, 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 That's okay, the one. Yeah, okay, that's yeah, yeah. And, I, and I've had sleep paralysis, and it was at that house yeah. that I had that. And there was one time where I know it was a dream. Felt like I was awake, but I wasn't. I was dreaming that I was downstairs, and I heard children running up and down the hallway. And I woke up and realized that I was dreaming, and it just it really bothered me, because this was around the time that my daughter was having a lot of experiences. And it just, it really pissed me off <laughs> because I was like, I, I want to get good sleep. Like, what the fuck is this? And I was like really mad. And I was like, just get the fuck out of my house. Like wh- whatever it is, just like, I'm done. I was just really pissed. Yeah. Like these ghost children or whatever you are, like just get out of my house. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I really didn't ex- have any weird dreams after that, but I, I've never seen like, anything. So they're courteous. They, or they're scared of me. <laughs> has, has your daughter like, has she told you about all of her experiences that she's had? Yeah, and she's had a lot. She's had a lot of stuff. Really? Like wow. stuff that's more extreme than like anything I have, Yeah, you know, like being pulled out of a bed. Um, oh, well, then that's I mean, even, no, no, honestly, even like just her 
seeing her grandfather and then saying that he like reads to her. That's yeah. that's some shit you see at the beginning of a movie. Like yes. that's, that's the yeah. movie stuff. Like yeah. that's kind of crazy. Insane. Yeah, and that's like point him out. Yeah, and say oh that's the guy. Yeah, does, she, right, does yeah. she still have experiences now? Like not as many anymore. Okay. It seems like like as she got older, they were different, you yeah. know. And then there was like a period of time at that last house we were living at where it seemed like she had a lot of experiences. And then um, especially in the room, like we mm. had this bonus room down this long hallway and it seemed like that was where I guess that energy or whatever. Is that where I used to sleep? No, you Bruh. were no, you were <laughs> <laughs> She lived with us for a little while, but no, you were not in that room. That was remember down the long hallway, oh, the yes. opposite end. You're really trying to force something on her. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. No, definitely not. Oh, dude. How did wow. she did she like embrace that sort of you know? She, as they she were did happening? embrace it. Well, yeah. yeah, she embraced it and some of it was good stuff. Like she would a lot of times see children at that house or like things in the corner of her vision. One time she actually said she saw, it was my brother's best friend who had died and uh, he did die tragically. And she said that she saw him, he came to her. He said, tell my wife that I love her. They were not married. And I, so when Hallie said, hey, Josh came to me and said, you know, he's all right. He knows everyone's missing, but to tell his wife, um, he loves her. When Hallie told me that, I said, well, he doesn't have a wife. He just had a, has a girlfriend. And she said, well, he said wife. So when I passed along, I'm like, I don't know how you feel about this. This is what my daughter said. And she said, in in the card he wrote me, he said to my wife. Oh, my God. And she said he would he would call me that. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. And there's no way Hallie would have known that. Yeah. Like, she wasn't yeah. in touch. Like, they lived in how, California. How this is when she was an actual teenager. Okay. So, but they lived in California. Hallie wasn't in contact with her. Yeah. Like this wasn't something on Facebook, like nothing like that. And it's little things yeah, like that so that I'm like, crazy. what? what is that about? And you still don't believe it, bro. Like it's <laughs> literally <laughs> happening in your face. <laughs> You're like, like I've never even had anything. Like, like if I was that. a ghost, I right. would be pissed. I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It's like that is. I feel like she's insane. very open, or like she she's attracted to, and it, it's she been is, very yeah. uh, benign as far as like the, the entity being most, your family, being your your relatives. Yeah, I'll be said most. But but she has seen okay. some things that were darker and scarier. Oh, yeah, she's, she's had um, some dark. Yeah, she's had some like dark figures and things like that. And like I said, one time she did say that she was pulled yeah, out pulled, of the bed like physically physically wow. and you wow. know that's like another level right so that's like, like that is the oh. like climax of a movie like that's what it has yeah. have you seen paranormal activity <laughs> yes. literally literally yes. yeah. you know and i'm like well maybe she was dreaming she's like no i was awake mom i was awake and i was like are you mm. sure she's like i have the bruises to prove it. <laughs> dude um i was at a job site in north carolina when i was like 16. Uh, this isn't the story I was going to say. This oh, is, right, right, right. I remember the story too. Buddy. Yeah, yeah. This is just something that I remembered. Um, but uh, I don't, I don't know what it was about this job site. I was just always kind of creeped out because like we ended up staying there till pretty late some nights, and then um, I was like on trash duty on the other side of this empty, dark um, neighborhood uh, apartment complex. I was like right next to this big dumpster. And we do cabinets, so we had like un unpacked like like a hundred cabinets worth of cardboard boxes and i just had to my job was just to throw all these boxes into this dumpster while they on the other side of the neighborhood were finishing up some stuff and um so this, you were by yourself yes yeah, so i was by myself okay. this shit was creepy i was trying not to think about it but like um every time i would like bend down 
to like pick something up, I'd always like feel like something was staring at me no. from like my peripheral vision. So I'd pick it up and I'd look and there was like nothing there and I'd be like, okay, oh. whatever. I'd keep like throwing stuff away and then again, I'd feel it on like this side and I'd be like, what is that? And I'd look, nothing there. And then like the final time I was like, this happened like four or five times at the very last time that it happened, I was like carrying some stuff to the dumpster Right. And then like, I kind of like tripped and the boxes kind of fell. So I like kneeled down to like pick them back up. And like, as I was kneeling down to pick them back up, I just like paused because like I felt a figure right in front of me. Like, you know how you can see everything with your peripheral vision, but not like Mm -hmm. detail detail. Yeah. Yeah. I just kind of saw like, it wasn't even like it was wearing anything. It was just like a black figure with like his arms crossed, just like staring at me. And then I was just like this, like picking stuff up. I was like, I don't know if I should look up. I don't know if I should look up. I don't know if I should look up. Should I look? Should I look? Should I look? And then like looked, and there was like nothing there. And I was oh just like, Oh my god! What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's so I wonder, like you know, when you talk about those dimensions, I wonder if like we're sensing like the energies from those dimensions. Maybe that are, like, I think that yeah, possibly yeah. that might have been some sort of crossing where I can feel their vibrational frequency or something like that i don't know so then can they feel ours are they like they can probably see us i think they can but as much as like you know somebody observing an animal like in the wild or something you know like yeah they'll probably come and you know probably do something but you know so is it disruptive to them do you think in whatever dimension they are or is entertainment would it be annoying i'd say it's more entertainment because like (laughs) The way I kind of see it is like, since we're three dimensional beings, like, how do you look at the second dimension? How do you look at the first dimension? Just kind of like, hey, look at that. That's kind of funny. That's true. I kind of feel true. like that's true. how fourth dimension would look at the third dimension. Like, hey, look at that. Like look at him. Observing. I can't yeah. like, stick your finger in there and see what happens. <laughs> it's like, I dare you to stick your hand in there and see what happens. Like, okay. And then someone's like, oh, I dare you to choke him. <laughs> <laughs> like Jennifer. Yeah. 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 Pretty much like, oh, look, they just freaked out. That was so funny. <laughs> that yeah, maybe some sometimes, like I mean, I'm sure that there are some like mischievous ones out there. Oh, right? definitely. Oh, yeah. 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 And maybe not even just mischievous maybe like something even worse yeah yeah full on full on so how would you describe the first and second dimension like do do you know anything well flat right yeah so like i mean dimension one is just like a piece of paper okay like like one dimension is just like point a point b go back and forth between the two okay second dimension like okay so dimension one is just forward and backwards or side to side dimension two Actually, no, that's dimension one. Dimension two, would you, you're adding another direction. Like dimension one is forward, backward. Dimension two is forward, backward, side to side. Dimension three is forward, backward, side to side, up and, up down. and down. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I think his question is, you mentioned that like we, we are in the third dimensions and we can see everything in the first and the second. Dimension. So what is it? Well, give me an example of what see in the second dimension and first dimension like what's the, what's the yeah, yeah that's, that's what he was trying to ask I guess. he yeah. wants to see the second dimension what do you see when you see that and we should have access to that right right we should <laughs> right yeah yeah so, so we what, paid for the service yeah i mean like the floor is that considered second yeah i mean like it's like okay. like one dimension like a piece of paper like a like, like a line actual, like a little piece of paper yeah like a line okay. on on a piece of paper that's like one dimension okay Think about it as a drawing. When you look at yeah. a, when you look at a flat okay. drawing of something, okay. or like a two-dimensional drawing, all you see is that as its flat state. So you see okay. that is line basically. Yeah. 
you don't see any sort of depth because that's when we come in as the third dimension. Yeah, we have depth. Because like dimensions okay. stack on each other. So once you're in the third dimension, you're encompassing everything in the first and the second. Once so you're in I, the think, fourth, I think the fourth dimension has something to do with time and with the way it moves. Like in sort of like a slower um, version. Think about, think about a black hole. Yeah. You know, like I think that is what the fourth dimension is, is being able to- More or less. To, oh. to disregard the laws that we have set up for time mm. and sort of make yeah. everything move together at this. Have you guys seen Interstellar? Yeah. Yes. Of course we have. It's kind of like that, how all of time is happening at the same time kind of thing. I think that's what the fourth no, dimension is. What's time? I'm sorry. Just I like to like like get into it. Like <laughs> just anything to do with time and time travel and, so, and all that stuff. I, I'm just like, it blows my mind. I love it, but it's like I think that's what it is. It's so, it's so confusing. Dan has so, strong feelings about time. <laughs> so dimensions are layered, right? So first, second, and third. So like a parfait. Yeah. So like in the third <laughs> dimension, what makes it three dimensional is the fact that we have up and down. Now, think of the fourth dimension. In the fourth dimension, there must exist a different directional sense that we're not aware of. Ah. So like inward. So on top of up and down side to side forward and backward what other directional no because that exists in our our, you're right like like every every direction that we can think of exists within our plane of existence so i believe the fourth dimension has some kind of directional um that we're not aware of yeah so we can't exactly we can't exactly yeah no exactly that's the thing i can't even yeah it's not in our what if we just make up a word and say that that's what it is that's what quantum mechanics is. Okay. That's Thanks, Kevin. That's just inventing a whole nother fucking shit. For no reason. Yeah. Well, who's that helping? No one. So, so y'all hey, say it will. Okay. Okay, Jose, tell your story now. You want to hear Go. my final story? Yes. And you haven't told us this one before. Right? No, I haven't okay. told anyone this one. This one's oh, pretty this is new. What? This is This is brand new. Um, this is from a close friend of mine, but it's anonymous. I don't like... He he hasn't told anyone this. He he so brought you it can't up. Share his name. So what no. better way to out him than on our podcast? <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> this is what we do. Yeah, name him, right? Wait, wait, yeah, but like nothing. Is his name Daniel? Is <laughs> <laughs> he in the room right now? No, no, he's not. No. Do you see him with us? Right now? <laughs> no, 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 no. He's alive. He's alive. Okay. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> tell me this so in a dream <laughs> or through a medium. No, he told me this What's a few weeks ago in person. What's social? What's it? Not Daniel. Are we doxing him? Do we know this person or no? No, not personally. Okay. No. Um, but yeah, like, um, so anonymous because he he told me he's never told anyone. Let's name him James. Not even his parents, unless that's too close. <laughs> so he's Jim. Let's name him Isaac. Isaac. All right, Sir Isaac Newton. Okay. <laughs> so, all right, let's let's start this off by saying you guys have have y'all been to Disney? Yes. Disney World. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yes. All of yeah. you. Yes. One cool yeah i used to go as a kid all the time apparently he did too that's where it happened oh, wow. it so, happened at disney yeah it so the most magical place on earth it's the most magical place on earth right did it happen in the haunted mansion no oh. okay so so, so he's he, part of the ride if it happened on the teacups I'm <laughs> no no this is even crazier it didn't happen during any ride or anything so pretty much he said that he was at disney with his family um well, he started up the, the story saying he got abducted by aliens one time. And I was like, what the fuck? You got abducted by aliens? I was like, why have I never heard this before? Right. I was like, I've known you for like 20 years almost. <laughs> I'm just like 
start the conversation yeah. that way. I forget how we got into this conversation, but he's like, yeah, I got abducted by aliens one time when I was a kid. I was like, what the so fuck? casually, does <laughs> uh, it happen? I was like, why have you never told me this? He's like, cause I don't really tell people this. I was like, well shit. And I was like, we'll spill the beans, brother. And so, yeah, so they're at Disney World. He's like, I think he said he was like five or six or something like that, maybe like seven or something. I don't know, he was like really young. But um, he was like walking with his family um, and like a big crowd or something. And then he said like all of a sudden like everything started like spinning around him. And and then he got lost. It was like one of those movie moments where like the world spins around you and then you like don't know where like your family is and then you're lost. Yeah, he said that's basically what happened. He like lost his his mom and his grandma and his brother. Like he didn't know where any of them was even though he was just with them. And he said that all of a sudden these these people in suits, these two like tall motherfuckers in suits. Like Mickey Mouse suits. No, like, <laughs> like, like men business in suits. Like, yeah. Oh, like, oh men like in tuxes. Yeah. <laughs> Like actual suits, they're like, like yeah. They came up to him. <laughs> like, there's a lot of people in. Yeah. You know. yeah. <laughs> Just to clarify, it sense, yeah. it's not a character. No, it, okay. no, it's not a character. It's like people in business suits. <laughs> not goofy. No, not your mini. You're no. coming with us, kid. <laughs> You're coming with us. It's still concerning. Yeah. If anything, a little more, more concerning. <laughs> I know, right? But yeah, so like he um he said he, he said that they they took him. He was like, "We'll we'll help you find your parents." Like, okay. So he went with them and he said he he doesn't remember where they took him. He said that they that he was in a car and he couldn't see anything and then they took him to some place. Um he said like the whole getting there he doesn't remember. He says that they put him in the car next to you, you know, like they were there. And then he said they arrived in this like white space like it was like a room like you picture like those futuristic movies where you picture it and you just like a, like a big white room with a bunch of fancy technology everywhere and stuff like that he said it was like kind of like that he said there was this like lady there who was like in charge of these people and she was like don't you worry we're gonna help you find your parents yeah he said it was just like super weird and everything was like really weird everyone was like freakishly tall he couldn't really like detail anything all that well and then he said like um i wish i could remember more of the finer details of the story but he said like not too much time after that passed and they took him back to the park and they left him there and then he said he felt like hours had passed like because he was in like a waiting room just like in this like big white fancy place just not really doing anything how long was he actually gone he probably doesn't know because he hasn't no. told anyone. No, no, no. no. What about his parents? Yeah. Did no, they know how long no he so, so, so when he went back, he said that he had felt gone for like hours and he found his, his mom like pretty quickly. And then apparently he had only been gone for like minutes. Like his parents, like he wasn't gone long enough for like his mom to like freak out about him being lost. Hmm. So he wasn't actually like lost then. Or at, yeah. least, at least not to like anyone else's perception. Yeah, he no, was, right. so he just lost like a, was a, a chunk like, of time. Yeah, right. Yeah, pretty much. Which is common when like people say they get a. That's true. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like like to his mom, he was he was gone for like two minutes or something. But to him, he was gone for like three or four hours. 
Did anything happen when he was in that room that he recalls or? No, he said it was nothing too, too strange. He said he was just really weirded out about like where he was and like the people and like how they were dressed. And like, why did they take him there? He says he has no idea. observed him? Yeah, I guess. I was like, did you get probed? Did they stick anything up your butt? (laughs) (laughs) He was like, he was like, did he get a butt pillow after? Like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) was his name Jose? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No, I'd tell you guys if it was me. That's for you. Um, You'd own your your abduction story. Oh, yeah, I would definitely own my abduction story. That's yeah, some fourth dimension stuff right there. Yeah, fucking weird, right? Like they took him in a car. Like I they, think so. Yeah, they 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 took like to some other part of the yeah. park because he was in the park. Uh-huh. So it's not like they took him outside. I would I would like. So how does he know that he was only gone for two minutes? And, and I guess because he asked reality. his mom. Because when oh. he found his mom, he was like, "Mom, like blah blah." blah. Oh, like, like then, like, okay. So maybe yeah. he maybe told them the story. No, 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 no. no. He did, he so, yeah. I feel like story. he should just to see what the mom is like. You were not gone ever, or maybe you were gone for this amount of time. Because this is when he was. You said like five, six. He was like real young, like so. Yeah, like sometimes you have seven. faulty memory. Well, just in general, then being that young, even more. Maybe that. But maybe, he, he but doesn't ex- want to tell his mom. But an experience like that, I feel like you don't forget so easy. I mean, that's true. That is true. A kid yeah. just I, has a huge imagination. I, I feel like him telling his mom, maybe. I feel like he told me that he tried to tell his mom, right. but she just kind of like brushed it off, like whatever. Oh, okay. Like you've been here this whole time. Like let's okay. keep going. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Type shit. Know, has he ever had anything since? I don't know. I wouldn't know what to think about that. Um. Yeah, but nothing too crazy actually it's the same person from the ski resort oh, okay oh, oh okay oh, that that okay. makes a little bit more sense yeah. then like oh where you saw the skinwalker no 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 no, no, no. that was my other buddy that was the sleep paralysis was it yeah, yeah was it the guy sleep. was it the first guy who like left or the guy who was there for the one night guy the guy who was there for one night okay. uh, yeah with, with the yeah girl. that's my buddy yeah yeah oh, oh yeah dang. same dude the reason i say that is because i don't know it could have been a dream or could have been real i don't know but like literally this past weekend so we have roommates one of the little girls is five i was washing the dishes in the morning oh, some dishes anyway she came down crying screaming i don't know if that's what no no not here okay <laughs> <laughs> she was screaming and she was like my my dad is dead my dad died. I'm just like, so I'm just like, I didn't think he was actually dead. My first thought was that maybe she had a bad dream, but she was saying as, as if it was real to her. She said her dad died. Something that happened upstairs, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it turned out it was it was a dream. Um, so like, that's why I'm asking. I'm just like, I don't know, you know, kids. I wouldn't know if my kid told me a story that I don't. Well, I, I wouldn't you, know what to think of. You'd have to think yeah. about the. The, how, what happened before then? Because right, he right. was he was just awake and walking around Disney World. Um, I don't know if it would be a dream, you know. I don't yeah, know I mean, like he was just with his family. Unless unless he probably wouldn't like, know. Well, true. Unless he's yeah. just like he wasn't in a stroller sleep. or anything. Yeah. He was like right, walking, right. you know. So it's kind of hard to dismiss that as a dream. That's true, but like it's just hard to just his story at that age. It's just hard to. You should definitely, you yeah, should so definitely it, have him write it in, right? Like all of his, like the details and everything, just to because it could have honestly, it could have been multiple factors, especially right. like if you're a kid and you see 
everyone's gonna look freakishly tall right, right like you oh, know yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you're a kid. being at yeah. disney who knows what you use and i mean disney well. already has some shady right. shit yeah, yeah so yeah, like yeah. it could have been mm-hmm. full-on like regular dudes in suits who were fucking creepy and then they just wanted to like do something with the kid or something you know, like that that's why like because I mean, I'm trying to think. That doesn't explain the time skip. That doesn't no. But it well, does his like, perception. Yeah, Maybe it does have his perception. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. and, and that I think has a lot to do with well, it. Well, I mean, if it's two minutes, like you know, okay, so he's walking around, gets separated from his family. So it's like, how far can you go in two minutes? You know, and even if it is like some creepy dudes, um you'd have to have a time frame to where the family's gonna be worried you know his family's gonna know he's gone well if you're talking about like aliens mm-hmm. then i think that doesn't really time doesn't have to do it doesn't matter yeah. because like it, mm-hmm. like you said he could be gone for two minutes for us but then for him it, it could have been four hours so we need his details right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah we just need yeah, yeah. His details i've also heard things that uh like for extraterrestrials like aliens like they don't perceive time the same way right. that we do because they're in exactly. a different dimension or no, they at least no, no. understand a different dimension yeah i think yeah yeah that's that's what it is because the they're not is. in a different dimension if there's aliens are obviously still here in the, in the three-dimensional realm or they're coming in. here from the wherever they go yeah yeah that's yeah, true possibly too but then yeah. when humans are around aliens then they adopt that dimensions time sense of time i think it's just what we perceive i think we perceive it as time moving the way we understand it but they still operate in their own time frame right and they have access to the same dimension too it's crazy yeah i mean it's just thinking about me being a little kid and that happening sorry i'm thinking about um yeah this this can go into so many different directions but like this is just like i always think also like sometimes kids process any type of trauma differently Mm -hmm. and that's another thing trauma has a lot of also like it's just really hard to yeah yeah Yeah, that could go in so many different directions Yeah, I'm thinking about um, it. Definitely movie. would be a traumatic experience, though. Yes, you know, for like, sure. No matter what, mm-hmm. what movie? Have you guys seen Tenet? No, mm-hmm. Tenet. Oh, you know, I I, 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 to it too much. I, I got like halfway right. through, and yeah. I felt it, it was really good. Dude, it was just it was like when good. I watched it, it was not the right time. Same. I like fell asleep yeah. halfway yeah. through. Yeah. I was like, dude, this is so Same. good. And then the halfway through, I was like, yeah. Same. Was it that good then? I mean, no, no, it is. I mean, it didn't put. I was already sleepy when I started okay. watching. Everybody it. was yeah. excited. Like Justice was like League the, put me to sleep, and then no. it was not good at all. Because <laughs> I think it was like the first, like after the pandemic, like big movie. So everybody, yeah, was like, yeah. It. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it, yeah. it was so weird. Yeah. I really want to go back and finish it. So what is that? The time you finished happened? it? No, I oh, finished it, dude. It's <laughs> when you when when you said something, it took me back, and I was like, why, why? Like I like I love time. But I hate it at the same time because it's so confusing. Like oh, the guy and the concept time. of time. <laughs> yeah. It's just so Daniel feels very strong yes. about time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's because he's restricted uh, to this dimension. Yeah, this is a more dimension. You know what the craziest thing about time is? Is that to us time is only relative to how fast we spin around the sun. Right. Yeah. So in any other planet, in any other galaxy, in any other solar system. Yeah, time moves differently. Like time. Even even the International Space Station. Yeah, time yeah. technically yeah. moves faster up there. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's, That's why time it's is weird. a scam, dude. Time, <laughs> time, time is, is a right? scam. Time is a scam. Time is a scam. 
like that meat, right? They're like the meat, like big pharma. They all they're, they're all connected. Meat. The lizard okay. people. Okay. It's all connected. Stop! They're listening. He is right in front of us. Well, we know Why? Listening. Why I need you to scramble that signal? No. <laughs> um, well, PN. Oh, you guys, it was interesting. You guys want to add anything else? I don't know how how we feeling about this one. I think it just makes me believe even more. <laughs> I don't know what's the All matter the with you. Stories <laughs> about <laughs> your daughter, yeah, happening and right in front of you. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it's crazy. just crazy. You guys, I happened to you in the Philippines. Yeah, too. what? I, I want to end on yeah. a note where, like, I've I've told this to a lot of people, but I feel like I haven't shared it with you. It's like I feel like um something crazy is gonna happen in our lifetime thanks no no like, like no, a talking, pandemic no 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 no, <laughs> no, no i'm talking that. i'm talking like next level shit. this is just a feeling that i have i don't know if it's actually gonna happen like we'll discover this other dimension <laughs> maybe Perhaps. or they'll come i just have a feeling that something so big is gonna happen like believers non-believers everyone is going to be jaw dropped you know what that's weird that you say that because oh my god like that here we go when i was younger we went to this church and i remember the the sunday school teacher we were studying revelations we were kids so bad but she said wouldn't it be great if you know god came down and took us all up right now and i was like no i want to like have a family and stuff like that I was like, yeah, I'm not ready, even though this lady is. (laughs) But I always had this feeling and I had this weird dream in my early 20s. It was a reoccurring dream that something major had happened and I couldn't go anywhere. In your life or just in the world? In the world. Like to me in the dream, it was like a big thing that had happened. Of course, now I can relate it to what actually happened, but I, I couldn't go anywhere. And it was like we were kept in this like confined, almost hospital type thing. And I couldn't move my neck and I wasn't able to go anywhere. It was a very scary dream and I kept thinking about like what the Sunday school teacher had said about wouldn't it be great if it, you know, we just everything ended. And, <laughs> and then I was like having this reoccurring dream in my 20s. I kind of had this feeling like something weird is gonna happen. But I ended up having spinal meningitis when I was 30. Oh, oh shit. And oh. I couldn't move my neck. And oh, also in the dream, my hair was really long. My skin was pale. And like, I would get really tan in the summers. And so like, to me, it was like winter. I actually got spinal meningitis in December of the year. And so to me, it like all linked up when I turned 30. That was that was that was that dream. That all was right. That dream. All right. You were wow. just in it already. <laughs> like, I think you're just, I don't even know. You're a false non-believer. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you could you're be in denial. denial. You're in denial. You're in denial. You're in that but stage. No, like what Jose is saying, like I've, I've always had the sense that something like big would happen in the world. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to affect everyone. Yeah. Thank you, Zay. That actually makes me feel like looking forward to it. No, like the thing is, like whether yeah. good or bad, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. I just have this weird like, feeling. Can you in the imagine back of my if head. we like discover, like, or we, we are able to travel through space? Like, maybe we not. do that, faster that, than that light. No, like not everybody. Not everybody. Not everybody. I've never been. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay. Just like commercial space travel. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But I'm talking like something else. Like something, something else completely. Mm. It, it's like I feel like when COVID happened, 
I feel like that was the start. Like, yeah, like 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 scratching the surface of what was to come. Mm, like it just maybe. I think we could. I, th- I think we can all feel that because of the way everything happened with COVID, how it was so mis- like because I've, I've had the same feeling, but that's only because growing up, you know in my religion that was kind of the goal right? and that's what yeah. I wonder too yeah. like if just like growing up with religion it puts it in your mind that like something yeah. you know, that something's gonna happen in our lives yeah. like, yeah. and that's what we need to but be that's focused the thing. on like, like detaching from like the whole religious standpoint and like seeing what's happening around the world and like all of the crazy discoveries that were being made in science and like all the yep. technology that's being developed just like a culmination of everything i feel like it's like it's all leading up to something something big yeah yeah like like, like not necessarily bad not necessarily good right. i just feel like i just feel like huge i just feel like all of this is leading up to something this is based like on based on history oh, oh no, no i was just saying based on history it's just it's been it's been so rapid from like what maybe less than a hundred years? Like you know, we have we have a computer on our on our pockets right now. Everyone has a computer. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Like we have yeah. a computer in in our pockets, and like beforehand, you had to like travel months on a, on, on you know for information. Send a message or you yeah. carrier pigeons yeah. just within like the last hundred years. Yeah, so. just within like, the last hundred years, yeah. like maybe like yeah. the mid mid 1900s or so. Well, when that Commodore 64 came out in the 80s. That yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it was before my time. Before or whatever that is. Time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was born in 94, I don't know. Sorry, 77. <laughs> Damn. It's another uh, lifetime. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Well, something's going to happen. You, you heard it here first. You heard it here. MRP first. exclusive. <laughs> something big. Nostradamus in the house. <laughs> there you go. When they're going through like the podcast archives, they'll be like, oh, that MRP. Yeah, they were they right. They were yeah. onto something. <laughs> and they had Summer on the podcast. Great. <laughs> and she still doesn't believe. Great non-believer. Great believer. Her, her descendants don't believe either. I do. And you oh had witches God. in your um in your past. Too, Dude, your, um, what? Dude. Oh my god. Dude. You're just faking it now. Yeah. I, I have, you're a fake non-believer. Fake non-believer, yeah. Like I said, like a meteor yourself. We had an ancestor that was beheaded during the witch trials. Which is how in, you in know America. so much about it. You were talking about it earlier. We is have that, an episode on you, it. Is that how you know about it? I don't think this? I'm a witch. No, 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 not you. Wait, I mean, I kind of think you might be now. Well, actually. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yeah. damn. So I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to clarify. You said okay. you had an ancestor. That was Are you a witch or not? I two, yes, two women in my bloodline oh, okay. were killed okay. for being witches. Okay, that's so crazy. it's not like direct. Okay, Dude, was, no, so one, no one is a blood relation. So crazy. Okay, and then so. the other one, she was married. So she's not a blood relation. She was married to a male in my bloodline and the other one was a female in my bloodline that okay. was killed for being so a and then all and then plus all you've experienced oh, i'm done dude yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're in it already you're- yeah yeah can you read you my heard palm? it here folks you heard it here first <laughs> read my palm that's <laughs> <laughs> crazy we have a living salem survivor <laughs> the mrp show yes. <laughs> do, you, do you all believe in past lives 
Ooh, that, um, that to me is tough. It's complicated. I, I, I don't know. I mean, like, probably. Why not? But like, no I, I, don't, incarnation I don't know how I would be able to access that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. If you, can't, if you can't access it, then, then what's it's the point? Not, yeah, yeah. What's I haven't thought about it. Yeah. Or maybe we're Deep. just all linked to a certain line and then if you want to come back, you can, but you have to stick in that line. That'd be kind of crazy. Know? Have you heard of the theory of consciousness? Of where it actually comes from about how consciousness doesn't actually happen in the brain the brain is just a conduit for consciousness oh okay. but we're like connected to it right yeah. yeah like we're all connected to like a collective consciousness it's like this oh, hub yeah. of consciousness yeah, I've, I've heard that yeah. theory yeah it's like we're 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 spiritual beings we're not physical beings yeah this is just where, <laughs> where we are. I've heard of that. Our body um, is what? I feel pretty physical right now. There's, but, well, uh, we're not even solid, so. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Damn. Because I'm loose, man. I thought I was loose. <laughs> there's I thought a, I was uh, speaking of that, Jose, there's a. Um, Damn. There's a song. Uh, okay. So, you guys know Logic? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. There's an I album. I understand rap, Logic. The rapper. Yeah. No, yeah, the rapper. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's an album. And, I'll probably text it to you guys. Um, what the incredible true story? I think so. I think so. Where there's like a, it's about a, the future. No, 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 no. no. I, I can't remember right now, but it's like there's, you know, there's one of his tracks where it's like, um, like the previous track, somebody dies. Okay, and then the next track is like that person being, I guess, at a higher plane, talking with with God, with, with that higher being. Um, and it kind of like explains, I guess life is like, Hey, you know, like what's going to happen to my wife? And it's like, Oh, don't worry about that. You know, good that you're thinking about your wife, but don't worry about that anymore. And it's like, so this is like heaven. And he's like, ah, kind of, well, you're going to go back now. It's like, what do you mean I'm going back? He's like, yeah, you're going back as a 12 year old girl. Yeah. As a 12 year old girl <laughs> in, in, or in no, no, China. No, no, no. Was it China? Yeah. Something like Something that. Something like that. Yeah. So yeah, so it's like you go back as a, yeah. a different time period, different gender, different time. It's like, yeah. so you're sending me back in time? And he's like, no, not really. It's like, I'm sending you to somewhere that's already, that is happening right now. Right. <laughs> not how you perceive it type shit. Yeah. 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 Like it was that, that, that's kind of where I started then. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually a story. You said it was a song by Logic, right? Well, it's not a song per se, but it's just like part of the it's track. It's like a skit. Yeah. It's like a skit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 But see, that's why like huh. to know that, but not be able to really do anything with it. Why do we even have to worry about it? Right. No, but, like, but maybe I mean, that's the just, point of it. I mean, I know you, you can, but like, I mean, you can. <laughs> so <laughs> you ever hear those stories about kids that talk about like how they yes. remember yes. Yes. Oh, So yeah. I've always thought that was crazy, right? Now let's connect this back to the story I told you all before about my friend mm-hmm. and the Disney World thing. Um, I actually just remember this because of what we were just talking about, but he, he told me that when he was a kid, he used to talk to his mom about like who he was in his past life. Oh, no way. Like yeah. in that movie Roma. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kids do that shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was a pilot. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I was I talking remember to that one. He was specifically. a pilot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was talking to him about it. I was like, do you remember anything now? And he's like, nah, he's like, I just remember the events from when I was a kid. And when I was talking to my mom, he's like, no, I don't really like actually physically mm-hmm. remember anything. Sure. From, Cause from the veil drama. Uh, yeah. Because now he's in his life where before he was still close to still close whatever to that was. Like yeah. Oh, so I'm definitely not going to remember anything. Yeah. 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 Go on. Well, maybe so that would like hold yeah. you up yeah. too in this life. If all you were doing is constantly mulling over the past life. Right. Can we get the whiteboard? We're gonna start connecting all the. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 
Okay. Give me anything else. Oh my god. Right. Um. Dang. Wow. This is crazy. We covered a lot. This is crazy. We need another episode. Yeah, we do. We definitely do. This could have spin-off episodes easily. Yeah, because man, that's. I mean, man, I got to go back and listen to that Salem episode. Then you guys did. Yeah, it's the the witch trials, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You guys do have a lot of spooky stuff on there. Um. I, I'm I'm a big fan of the spooky stuff. I like all the cult stuff you guys do. That's like that's like my favorite. I love cult stuff. It's cult stuff is so fascinating. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Um, are we are we good? Yeah, yeah, we're good. Yeah, I mean, we want to thank you guys for being here. This was so yes. so cool. It really fun. appreciate um, it. People want to listen to your stuff and follow. It. Where do we go? Yeah, Freshly Brew Noir on Instagram, Facebook. I think we have a TikTok. <laughs> you, know, so, you guys still, are not on thread? Has it been banned? Uh, on I can't thread? even get on TikTok anymore, so I don't know. Did you get banned? Or was it the ghosts or what? <laughs> I don't know. I, was, I think I we got, got yeah, banned, so I was like, oh, oh nice. maybe I can't oh, access it anymore. What did you do? There's some states, states that are banning it in the United States. Oh, but not Georgia. Okay. Not Georgia. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, yeah, we like Spotify. Our, we like yeah, Spotify. Spotify. You can find us pretty yeah, much anywhere, anywhere we stream. Yeah. Nice. So yeah. freshly brewed noir. Give us Pandora, a listen. Yeah. So Spotify. if you're into spooky stuff, if you're into creeps and coffee <laughs> and true crime, true crime and all the good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Follow and also you know keep listening to us too. Of, of course. Cool. Listen cool. to yeah. MRP. Rate yeah. them five stars. There you yes. go. Yes. Thank you. Or the witch will come and get you. Oh. I'm crazy. a good witch. That's so crazy. I can't believe you don't. I can't believe leave. you can't like, believe. Yeah. It's, it's like there's so many things. Yeah, right. There's no. There's no. Oh man, it's gonna happen. It's gonna. Yeah, happen. it's gonna happen. What's gonna happen? So who knows? <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. I'm gonna fly up on my broom. Just <laughs> <laughs> fly here. But uh, yeah. Okay, this was great. Guys. Well, yeah. Thanks, thanks for having for, us. Thanks for coming on. I see some ghost hunting in our future. Oh, yes. Boy, that's that's awesome. Let's do it. I'm so down. I won't miss the next one. Yeah, you can't promise. Okay. Kevin will actually be there. I'll sign away with this. Thing. <laughs> I won't buy the wrong ticket. Yeah. I can't believe I did that. That's classic. Oh, classic but Kevin. That was great. Uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and cue your girl. How do we say bye? Oh, okay. just cue our girl. All right, yeah.